0: Episode 238 of the PS Nation Podcast. That's right, we survived the weekend, folks. Barely. So, with you once again, myself, I'm Glenn, also known as Torgo, out on the PSN, and uh, I'm usually, not always, but usually the one on the, on the uh, Twitter feed that's at PS3Nation. <laughs> usually. <laughs> Maybe 85% of the time. Uh, along with me, you heard him kind of mm, back in the background. Uh, our buddy Joel's back five spot Joel out on uh Facebook or, or Facebook. Wow, on the PSN and on Twitter. <laughs> or actually on Twitter is five, five spot
1: Joel. Five spot Joel. Yeah, on I haven't Twitter I, I haven't really slept yet. Five spot yet. on the PSN.
0: I haven't really yeah. slept yet.
1: And I was back last week too, but I'm back back back. Well,
0: you're back, back uh, you know, back for another week.
1: Back for more. That yeah. once said.
0: For for more not sleeping. Anyway. That's for. That's right. <laughs> and of course, Mr. Comic Con himself, Josh Langford, also known as PJF Josh on Twitter, and yeah. uh, Philip J. Fry out on PSN. See, I got it right this time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You did. You nerd. That's okay, because uh, in the middle of one of those audio interviews I did when I was back here editing the audio. Oh, God. I was like, hey, we're here at E3 with blah, blah, blah. I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, I just cut that right out. You never even know. Well, now oh, we know. Oh, crap, are we recording? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no, no, we're not recording. No, you're fine, Josh. No.
0: No, no you're good. Yeah. So uh, this week, obviously, we're probably going to keep it kind of light uh, since we have so much to talk about with Comic-Con and Extra Life. uh Some new releases, uh, although Joel took my favorite one off the new releases, uh, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, A couple of news items, uh, Josh's recap of New York City Comic Con uh, for 2011. A a review we've got up on the website right now came out today for Ratchet & Clank All For One. Uh, Joel's going to talk some PlayStation Home. I'm sure a very long-winded recap of Extra Life because that's 24 hours of content, yo. Uh, And we're going to move that into what we're playing and uh, get the heck out of here. Oh, what a week. Anyway, so with that, jo- uh, Joel. Oh, God, this is going to be terrible. Josh, Glenn, yes. Joel, hey. Oh, Aloysius, Oliver. Yes, Josh. What's going on? Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, uh, Joel. What, so I took that game off the list. That game had piqued your your curiosity I'm trying in, to in a good way or a bad way? Huh? That was the, the Afghanistan one I took off.
0: No, no, no. There was a, It was like a My Little Pony game or something.
1: Oh, Puss in Boots. That's
0: it. How dare you take that off. That's the only good thing about the Shrek movies. Except for the yeah, gingerbread man.
1: Trying something different this week. Rather than reading games like <laughs> Puss in Boots, which I highly doubt any of you have any interest in. And if you do, please write and let us know.
3: buttons. You're a monster.
1: As if that Shrek franchise hasn't been milked enough. Oh,
0: after the second one, they should have stopped.
1: Yeah. Anyway, well, there's so many games coming out next week. I, i'm about to convince you that puss in boots won't be important so, <laughs> so first Wait, we get as
0: important what well after after this list oh, if okay. it's
1: important then you've got some deep pockets you've got some battlefield problems. three is next week
0: i've never heard of that ser- what?
1: yeah and after all this anticipation one? and all this build-up it's hitting next week Funny. glenn you are uh are you getting ps3 and pc or are you just going yeah. pc Okay, you doing no, both. No,
0: PS3 and P- uh, PC. I've got the PC one pre-ordered already. Uh, PS3, I don't know if we're getting a review copy or not, so I'm kind of waiting. Because, hey, I've got that one.
1: Do you have any, I know, I know this goes way back for you as far as your Battlefield days and your, your legacy playing the series. Do you have any, like, traditions? Are you going to pull out um, a, a brand new pair of Battlefield shoes or something? <laughs> I mean, what do you do when a new <laughs> Battlefield comes out?
0: Uh, I'm going to look for the first possible opportunity... To get down uh, to La Crosse, Wisconsin with all my clanmates and get a land party together. So, uh, yeah, honestly, it's probably going to be like a lot of those other games that come out, like the Modern Warfare's where people just really freak out about them, or, you know, like the new uh, World of Warcraft expansion where you get a new hat. Uh, When a new battlefield comes out, I'm usually up all night. So it'll probably be a marathon session that first night, unless it's completely broken, which wouldn't be. a rare thing with the series. A lot of times, when the game comes out, it's kind of broken at first. But yeah, I'm I'm psyched.
1: So how about the clan? Does the clan have anything besides getting together and playing together? Any weird traditions that the clan will go whoa, through? Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, <laughs> Not oh, that clan. Gaming clan. Not, not, Jeez. Not K <laughs> clan. C clan. C clan. Okay. No. Um. You know, we used oh, to, but everybody's gotten older. A lot of people have kids now, and also uh, when the Battlefield series kind of died off a little bit. A lot of them started playing MMOs, which really sucks. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been a long-running clan. They've, they've been around since the uh, Tribes days. So uh, it looks like everybody's going to really get back into this. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some complaints. That kind of thing is rush mode and all that. But I, I haven't really talked to them too much because I've been so busy with Extra Life and just all the other stuff going on. But uh, I definitely want to get down there and see the guys because it's been too long. Actually, Paul that was with us for extra life it, i know him from from that group of people. He's become a very good friend
1: and that's why he's w d t paul right
0: <clears throat> yeah w d t steel it's s t e l e I don't think he ever explained the s, the weird spelling
2: but maybe that's how he thinks it's spelled. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. don't point it out to him. Yeah, maybe you'll embarrass him.
1: I think you're breaking some sort of clan bylaws by even sharing what the meaning of these names are. So <laughs> well, there's a few
2: that have that. have actual
0: meanings, but and a couple I can't even uh, I can't even talk about on, on a podcast that we do say everything about. But uh, my my I I have an alias as well when we have a land party, uh, because when we have a land party, Sometimes we have it at a hotel, actually, and we take over this whole bottom part of it, and it's like 100 feet from the bar, but uh, we also do it at the gun club. No guns or anything, but we have it out at the gun club because it's out in the middle of nowhere. No internet, nothing, and we just... It's usually snowing. We usually do it in the winter. So we take all our booze and our beer and put it out in the snow, so we have, like, you know, refrigeration right there and uh, get completely hammered and play games all weekend. So, uh, yeah, but my, my alias is, uh, is Stuntcock, so... If I get a good kill, uh, all of a sudden I'll yell at "stock Cock.
1: So let me get this right. You guys assemble at the gun club. Yeah. Paul's alias is Steel. Your buddy Rock is probably somewhat involved. Maybe no, not. No, no. Rock doesn't get and you, no, it. No, Rock doesn't it's get just, there all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Sorry. No, no. I'm, is, ruining, is, I'm ruining
0: what you're trying to do. No.
1: <laughs> it's It sounds a little messy. <laughs> I don't know about that.
0: Nah. Nah. It's a really good group of guys, and they're all about my age, like mid 30s and everything. And, um, I really miss it. I haven't been down there in a long time, so I really got to make the uh, the effort to get down there.
1: Well, I think seeing how how often you get together with these guys will probably indicate how good the game is. You know, if it's like one weekend and then you don't talk about it for a while, eh? Probably not the game that it's cracked up to be. But we do not going speak of every weekend. Yeah. Of course, I'll be good. playing. I'll be playing House of the Dead Overkill, the extended cut is coming to the PS3 next week. And this is the game that was on the Wii already, except they added a bunch more stuff, including move support. It's going to be in 3D. It'll be in HD, obviously. There's a couple additional levels. There's an exclusive crossbow weapon.
0: They say fuck more.
1: They say fuck twice as much. I think it says that right in the package. (laughs) There's trophies, of course. Of course. And improved boss fights, whatever that means.
0: Uh, That means they're not broken. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay good yes <laughs> they were sort of broken last time around yes but finally it's it's coming next week it's been a while since we've had a light gun sort of shooter calm light gun shooter even though it's not applicable anymore
0: i'm, I'm very excited
1: <laughs> me too
0: josh is too can't you hear him
1: <laughs> yeah it's sega josh
0: <laughs> come
2: on josh oh, yeah. sega! no i'm excited i'm just i'm not buying anything so it doesn't matter to me <laughs>
1: It's longer, harder, and gorier. It says right on the packaging. Yeah, that's hot. So, you should like trade in package of noodles or something. Get some cash. You got to go get this.
0: <laughs> How many packs of ramen noodles would it take to buy the game? <laughs> 2,000.
1: This, uh, another game coming next week The Cursed Crusade.
0: Pushback,
1: lowered price. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I forgot to mention prices. Battlefield 3, 60 bucks. House of the Dead Overkill, 40 bucks, and same with Curse Crusade, also 40 bucks. This is an Atlas title. It's a third-person action game taking place in medieval Europe, and it looks like you're doing a lot of pillaging and burning. <laughs> For lack of a better way of putting it. it looks like it could be a good game and a lot of people are interested in it. But yeah, Push back and a price cut, so we'll have to see how it turns out.
0: Well, the demo seemed pretty good. The demo's out, and um, Chris was playing it during Extra Life. It looked good, but I, I didn't really get his kind of feelings about it or anything. I was too busy playing something else.
2: Captain America had a price cut, and that was not a bad game. Blah, blah, blah. That's exception to the rule, man.
1: True. This has got a weapon-based combat engine that features over 90 combos and 130 plus weapons. So it looks like you've got your, your collectible system going through this as well.
0: And all end with a spinning roundhouse kick if you make your guy look like Chuck Norris.
1: Ooh, that's downloadable. I think that's like DLC. If you <laughs> and get, his beard if you get the separate. GameStop edition, then you get the Chuck Norris kick <laughs> at the end of and your sword And the beard with the third
0: fist. That's
1: right. Pay extra for that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the guys at GameStop been laying it on me thick every time I go in there. We're way better than Best Buy and here's why. Pretty really? swear to God, they got like. They got like a checklist back there.
0: Our GameStop opened. Really? Yeah, I didn't go in. You should. Uh, I have no reason you like to. You're
1: like mo dipping his finger into the holy water? Pretty oh, much. It yeah. burns. It burns. <laughs> ah,
0: it burns.
1: I put this on the list for Josh no joke. Grease dance cuz I know you mentioned this previously as being something that could be semi decent.
0: Uh yeah. Come on Josh. You're the You're one You're fan I of Grease at
1: least. So there's that.
4: Uh, I don't know.
1: Do you fancy yourself a John Travolta? Like hey. when no no one's maybe in front of Lou, maybe it's some sort of thing you guys got going on where you throw no. out the the white trousers.
2: I'm more the Olivia Newton-John. Ooh. Well you do have a sweet ass. That's right. <laughs> Put me in leather pants. Just like the end of the movie.
0: <laughs> Are you saying your car can fly?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I'm Dude. really I really feel ashamed that I know that much about the movie. <laughs> God.
1: Alright. So fifty greaser fights with dancing.
0: Did to you snap your fingers in unison? That's one of the mini games.
1: I sure hope so. Like
0: West Side Story?
1: This is 50 bucks, so I would think, you know, being $10 more than Curse Crusade and House of the Dead, I would, I would suspect that finger... Cru- <laughs> finger snapping has to be included for that extra $10. bucks. it has got to be there.
0: It's 20% better. It's got to be there. Yeah.
1: God. If it's not, it would be a gross oversight. I agree, sir. Now we've got another game next week that is hitting disc form for the first time, but it's been on the PSN for quite a while. This is... Telltale Games Back to the Future. Wow. It's coming out to retail for $19.99.
0: For the whole game? For all the episodes? Apparently so. That's a steal.
1: Jeez, should have just waited for that. Oh, shit. So they're trying to hit the people that don't have the online capabilities, I suppose.
0: Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea.
1: I think we got another one next week, too, where Plants vs. Zombies is going to be hitting disc as well. Man. Although I've seen, pop, seen PopCap do that a few times on, other, on the 360 where they've got it out on the <laughs> download yeah, they and they throw out the disc on later on.
2: A disc yep. for yep. that? How yes. deep is that game? What is it going to be like? Six bucks for the disc? Dude, it's PopCap. <laughs> no, it'll be like 15 or 20. It's
1: That's the crazy. Just Caused edition. They added a bunch of shit to it.
2: Uh.
1: <sighs> you finish uh-huh. the game and then you just walk around for 40 hours. But it, it, it appears as though it's a much, much more large experience.
0: It's kind of like heroin hero. You keep following around those little sun, like, little sunshine <laughs> things, and you can never quite catch them. <laughs> Come on, you can catch me! Come
1: on. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know why they're you know they're putting it on a disc just for those folks that don't have the opportunity to buy it online. Hmm. I guess they're banking that some folks will, will do that, and they, I, they've have experience doing this before. Where PopCap, like I said, on the 360 has done this numerous times. A lot of times they'll put like two on a disc. I've seen them do that, like Zuma and
2: that. What else, that would make know? more sense. I, I can understand why they're doing it, but one game and just that game on a disc, I mean, it better be priced at like 15 or 15 bucks. I mean, 20 bucks is even way too much for that game mm-hmm. on a disc. That's crazy. And Joel's
1: going to buy it. Little Alfred Hitchcock for you all. We'll just have to wait until next week. The suspense. Ah. Just have to wait. So next week it'll be on the new release list. And we've got a PSP new release. Invisibles has a sequel, Shadow Zone. Nice. is coming next week. It's 40 bucks and just like the last iteration, this one also includes the camera. Wow. So, and of course you have to have one of the earlier PSPs it will not work with the Go. The camera only will not attach to the Go. So
0: Yeah, I mean, I you know, I played the first game. I just wasn't that good at it, but it's a neat game. I mean, tech, from a technical standpoint, it's the first one was a lot of fun I didn't even honestly know that the second invisibles was coming out right now, so' <laughs> talk about I didn't know it either.
1: It's like a year after the first one too, so it's been a while, but I didn't see this coming and it looks like it's coming in u m d and digital distribution
0: yeah, cool
1: which makes sense, considering like I said, you can't play it on the go, you have yeah. to play it on the the other models so
0: I still say the the uh uh like just the production quality of that that game was phenomenal, I and mean, they had all these all these video scenes, and you know all these like decent actors in it. There was nothing cheesy about it at all.
1: So this is the it's like an augmented reality card game, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. You put a card down. Well, actually, uh, there's one where you have to kind of move the camera around the whole room, and it keys on a color, and you have to kind of uh, move in on it, and the monster will appear, and you have to you have to play this little game to try to capture him and then it's kind of like the pokemons where you know you, you build the character up and you put him into fights against other invisibles not those pokey things and uh i don't know it's just kind of neat though i mean it's it's got this cool story mode and and like i said they they have all these video things run all the way through the video looks great uh the actors are decent and the story was actually kind of fun but the game itself i just uh, me personally i was like uh, so but it's a neat game. I mean, for people that like that kind of stuff, I think this is one that they might actually enjoy.
1: It's a PSP game. We don't get too many of those, and lately it's just been sports games. Yeah. And this actually has 100 new creatures to collect, and the ability to choose from a larger selection of attacks, a new campaign, and a cooperative capture mode. All right. There you have it. Yeah. And that's all. There's actually quite a few more, like Puss in Boots, but I'm not... Gonna read those
0: and boots some boots. So there. So Josh, this first one—did they announce this before? Because this seems like something we heard about before. This Devil May Cry HD collection—is that something we heard about at E3 or something?
2: I, I thought we did.
0: I did too, but I can't. I can't find any press releases before this, and I can't. I don't know. Maybe
2: somebody was talking about it. Yeah, because when I saw that, I was like well,
1: yeah, duh.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I said, too. They made it sound like this big deal. I'm like, Wait, didn't we hear about this months ago?
1: I don't think it was confirmed until just this week.
0: Ah. So, uh, yeah, Devil May Cry HD Collection, uh, the first three games coming out, uh, completely redone, it looks like. Uh, moved everything into widescreen. Uh, textures look better. A bunch of screenshots over on the website kind of comparing everything, a lot more color. Looks like a lot better lighting. So this is, I think this is more of the God of War style HD collection than the Splinter Cell HD collection, I think.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it's going to have the upgraded visuals, not just the copy and paste.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. I mean, you look at some of these screenshots, even blown up, they look they look very nice. So, uh, unfortunately, I just don't personally like the series. I don't care.
1: I enjoyed the first one quite a bit. Yeah. Of course, that was at a time when that game was different than a lot of the other games that were out there and brought something new to the table. It seems to have been copied a million times over now. That, that formula. Was,
0: that was Jared's favorite series, boy. When that when the PS3 version came out, he was all over it. I'm reviewing that one. I'm like, go for it. <laughs> 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 yeah. I think I think they're neat games. I just never got really got into them. They and got some are...
1: Really really cool goth visuals. Especially yeah. the first one. That fixed camera, similar to Resident Evil. Right. Where you're walking around. Yeah, I really like... It's got some good visuals. It should make the ni- a nice jump if they take the time and care and put put into the upgraded visuals. Hmm. Might be all right. It's got trophies. And everybody likes trophies. Yo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Josh,
2: you like the series at all? Or are you just going gonna... <laughs> to... I've never really played it. Uh... What can I say? I never really played it. I I played the demo of the one on the PS3. It wasn't all that exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'd like to see this. I like seeing uh, games from the PS2 brought to the PS3. That's really cool when they upgrade them and you know maybe they do 3D stuff like that. That's I'd like to see. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. Well, if somebody has it, I'll check it out, but I'm <laughs> probably not going to buy it. <laughs>
0: somebody that throws one on the ground, maybe I'll check it out for five, ten minutes. But
2: Yeah, probably. Uh,
0: and, well, I mean, this, this one's going to be the one we're going to be talking about, so take it away, somebody.
1: The PS Vita has a release date. Yes! Uh, Mr. Jack Tretton just announced on the PlayStation blog... And, of course, he's president and CEO of Sony, so it's coming directly from the man himself. He's giving all the details and includes the release date, which is confirmed for February 22nd, 2012. And that's going to be in the United States, Canada, Latin America, and Europe. Of course, Japan is getting it sooner. But the United States, Canada, Latin America, and Europe will get it February 22nd. Just about two months, right, after Japan gets it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Almost exactly two months, yeah. Um, Exciting. I mean, we were all thinking March because of the uh, PSP release date and that kind of thing. And uh, this makes my decision about getting a Japanese one a lot harder now. Do I want to really want to spend basically double the money to have one for two months before they get it in the U.S.? Oh, yeah, sure.
2: I mean, you need to have it first.
0: Uh, I mean, the reason I want to get it is so we can cover some of the stuff for our audience and... and That kind of thing, honestly. I mean, I've gotten to the point in my life where I can wait two months. I really can.
2: (laughs) I don't know.
0: I swear I can.
2: I like the fact that there's, it's mentioned later in the article, there are currently more than 100 games in development globally. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's crazy. (laughs) That's really awesome. Let's just hope they're all Mahjong games.
2: Well, at least 12 of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I was going to say a dozen. You know. The exact same thought. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jeez. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, Martin's supposed to be picking mine up. We talked about it last night, actually. Great timing. Uh, you know, just about what games I wanted, that kind of thing. And man, even the 32 gig memory card, when we figured it out from yen to, to US dollars, it was like 140 bucks. Uh, I don't and that's crazy that's uh... yeah so I don't know I'm I'm, going to have to do some thinking about this and I'll have to do it sooner than later because I don't want Martin to get stuck with it but hopefully he can maybe cancel one of them or sell it or something but I think I might wait until it hits over here I'm just worried about like I can't switch it to English or you know something like that where it's just pretty much a brick for me after a while because after two months I'm going to get the US one when I win it from the Fantasy Football League. And then I'm going to have this thing sitting here, like 800 bucks worth of nothing.
1: It would make a hell of a sexy paperweight.
0: Damn right it would.
1: <laughs> you know, looking at the box here, we, we talked about this earlier. I noticed right away they they posted a picture of the box art. And yeah. this could be still, as Josh pointed out, a mock-up. So we're not for sure if this, this isn't confirming anything. But it does say on the box, memory work required, uh, not included. So we've been kind of kicking around for quite a few months how much memory would be included in this device. It looks like it might be entirely user-optional as far as what, what, sort of, what amount of memory you purchase and stick in the device.
0: Even worse, I see connected by at t on the box.
1: <laughs> it's got a bunch of orange circles around it, too, which I think is the active... This is a device trying to connect. It's like the act of connecting. <laughs> it's n- never happens. Never fully connects.
0: See, the words connected by AT&T actually denote AT&T. And the symbol with all the little orange things that aren't quite hitting those letters. Yeah, that, that's pretty much the uh, the life that you'll have with AT&T on 3G.
1: It's their new campaign. Yeah. Connected by AT&T it, real loosely. It should in be small circles.
0: Almost connected by AT&T. <laughs> Oh, very excited. Uh, you know, we're probably going to have at least 20-some uh, release or release day releases, you know, and, and uh, they're even talking about Call of Duty, that kind of thing. Nobody knows when that's going to be uh, released. But, you know, you've got some great titles coming. Uh, that Sound Shapes from Jonathan Mack, Resistance Burning Skies, Uncharted Golden Abyss, of course, Ult- uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Assassin's Creed, uh, FIFA, Call of Duty, uh stardust you've got um blaze blue continuum uh was it extended or something like that uh you've got um oh what's that said dastardly oh what the fuck is that one called Uh, i can't remember (laughs) devious uh deviant little deviants and i'm sure mlb 12 anyway (laughs) someday i'm gonna be right about that damn it uh and hey it's got foursquare Support. Yes. Yeah. You can stalk your friends. Oh, goody. Fabulous. Hey, everybody. Here
1: I am. Come rob me.
0: Anyway. Mm -hmm. Very exciting, though. Can't wait.
1: Yep. It looks like we don't have to wait a whole lot longer. Four months.
0: (laughs) I just got to apologize to everybody because we're all tired and we're all dead tonight. (laughs) Yeah. I made everybody wait late because I had a play date with uh, a game that we're reviewing and. It's Monday night. No, wait. It's Tuesday night. Jesus. (laughs) I still haven't recovered from Extra Life. It hit me pretty hard this year. So, yeah. We're all kind of dead. But what can wake us up? Josh Langford talking about New York City Comic Con.
2: That's what. (sighs) Yeah, I'm kind of dead from that, too. Myself, actually. Um <laughs> and I'm really upset that I missed Extra Life pretty much entirely. We we didn't uh, notice. Yeah. Kidding. When I got home Saturday night, I wanted to write some stuff up. And I turned on the hockey game on the PS3. And I'm writing some stuff up, and I'm sitting in the chair, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then I woke up, and I was like, what? <laughs> And the game was over, and I just I went straight to bed. I was so beat um, so new york comic con twenty eleven they opened it on a Thursday night this year, and it was open to press. And people who bought, like, the super special four-day pass and the VIP pass. And I thought, well, that's not going to be that many people. It was uh, packed. Oh,
0: you underestimate the power of nerd. Uh,
2: but you know what? I thought it was packed until Saturday came along. <laughs>
4: <Ooh>.
2: <laughs> All right. So Thursday night I got in and just kind of got the lay of the land and everything and checked it out. It was a much bigger space this year because last year, the entire center section of the Javits center was under construction. So it was completely closed off and they had separated things out between the, I guess, North and South sides, uh, the way it sits there and a bunch of rooms downstairs. well, it was all wide open this time. So, they had so much more there. There were much more video games than last year. Uh, the There seemed to be more games on the floor, at least. Uh, the whole thing was so spread out, I never even found the autograph area. <laughs> where they have like this big, special autograph area that you have to go and you have to pay... Uh, for all these people to sign things. I don't even know where that was. I never saw it. I know it was there. <laughs> so, uh, the thing with the games, though, it's a lot of stuff for me 3 you know. So, I skipped a lot of it. Like, I went by and I looked at the booths and I saw what was going on and I watched some of the gameplay. But I didn't play a lot of them because... I'd already seen them at E3. It was like Final Fantasy XIII-2, Marvel vs. Capcom, uh, Raccoon City, Mass Effect 3, which I actually sat and watched Rob from Game Crashers play for a little bit. He was <laughs> He snuck into the line right in front of the last guy in line. Like they had a guy with a sign on him that said, I'm the last person in line. So we're standing there, and I'm like, dude, they don't know who was in front of you. He could get in front of you, and it'd be fine, right? (laughs) (laughs) So he stayed there. I went off and did other stuff, and I came back like an hour later, and he was finally playing the game. Jeez. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So I watched that for a little while. It looked pretty good. Um, You know, nice. Uh, Dead Island is there. (laughs) What?! Yeah. Uh, X-Men Destiny, which is also out. Deus Ex, which have we is... we see
0: any freaking reviews on that X-Men Destiny game?
2: Uh, we're going to. Oh, really? Because it's in my hands.
0: Oh, that's right. We got that, didn't we?
2: <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Okay.
2: I have to play that this week. It just came the other day. Uh, Deus Ex that kind of shocked me that that was there but they had like two that were just the game and then a third one that was the new DLC that's coming. Hmm. So Oh yeah, yeah, kind of, uh,
0: that came out today.
2: Yeah, so they were showing that off. Uh, you know, Street Fighter versus Tekken prototype 2 was playable. Um, but the lines were crazy even on Thursday night. And I was like, "Nah, eh, I don't need to play that." So I watched people play that. Uh <laughs> Assassin's Creed, whatever that is, the new one, Revolutions or Revelations, maybe Revelations. Yeah, <laughs> something. I, I just I I wrote down Ask Creed Rev to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> That's about <laughs> right. Remember what it was. <laughs> um, Batman: Arkham City. Uh, the line for that on Thursday night was insanely long as well, so I hung right by the screen and watched. I was like, yeah, it's it's Batman. Again, you yeah, know that's cool. <laughs> I mean, I know it's going to be a better story, and there's a lot more going on. But it's just watching the game, I was like, mm, it's, "It's Batman again." <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and they, for all uh, for all of you, all of you that thought that
0: I was leaving the stream at Extra Life to go play Batman, I had to go buy the game today. Just let me you know.
2: <laughs> so wrong. They had massive stages set up for Just Dance Three yay and the Black Eyed Peas Experience what? yay yeah which is a dance game For... lame oh, another dance game actually so does it have the, the crappy guys... audio
0: from the Super Bowl?
2: no <laughs> the audio was pretty good and they were just bringing like 50 people up on the stage who wants to dance and they'd get everybody up there and they'd all just uh... pretend to dance along with the screen um, one of the guys from PSN stores actually went up there. <laughs> I that filmed lyric. it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I filmed that, and Rockstar had like they do, like they did last year. They had a massive setup, and they had Max Payne three. Ooh. And I did go in and see that. It was a full demo. It was a closed door demo, but it was a full demo. And we got to see some of the stuff in Hoboken, some of the stuff down in uh, Sao Paulo, and it looks pretty freaking awesome. I can tell you that. Oh, I, I thought <laughs> uh, the
0: screenshots look great.
2: Yeah, the gameplay looks phenomenal. Hmm. And so, and it's early still, you know. So, I did a write up on that. That was my first write-up, and I was kind of out of it when I wrote it up, so it may be a little rambling at times. I don't know. I haven't read it back yet, but <laughs> that's on the site. If you want to hear more about Max Payne 3, I saw a lot of stuff there with that. They also had GTA 3 10th anniversary on the iPad. Oh, God. Yeah.
1: That's weird. Yeah. How, how, you- how, do, they, how do you control that game on an iPad? Just have the, the virtual uh, controller on the screen.
2: Yeah, if, oh, if I had an iPad, I would have cared to look, but I thanks, didn't. Einstein. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would have done the same thing. I'll, I'll admit it. I would have done the same thing. I just yeah. I see a game Again. like that on an iPad or any type of type of only touchscreen. I just don't care.
1: I gotta see that. I, it, there's. I want to see how they're pulling that off. It, I don't. I don't think it would work, but I would want to see it. Like, how in the hell? Can you control that character on a touch screen?
2: Yeah, the lines again. I mean, and it was good that I got there Thursday night. I just decided to wander over and figure out where they were. And there was already a line there, and I walked up and I asked if they were doing anything for press because I figured I'd make an appointment for like Friday or Saturday. And they brought me right in. Hmm. So that's why I got to see Max Payne 3. Uh Rob tried to go back on both Friday and Saturday, and it was utter chaos over mm. there. He couldn't get anywhere near the place. So <laughs> I'm glad I got to see that. It was crowded, and that's why I didn't even go over to the iPad area because it was just – there were too many people around there. So I was like, I don't have an iPad. It doesn't matter to me.
0: So that's, how, that's kind of how PAX got for me where it was so many people that I never really even played very many games.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what it was like. Uh, I did get to talk to Neil Sorens from Zen Studios. Oh, cool! And we talked about the Vengeance and Virtue pack that's coming this winter. Uh, the two tables were announced. There's there was an article on the site last week, uh, late last week, I think yeah. Friday or Saturday. But that actually, I've added in the audio. From where Neil and I sat down and talked, and that's on that uh, in that article. So go check that out there huh. on the website. And shoot, many robots. Freaking awesome!
0: Yeah, pretty cool game I've, from what I've seen.
2: So much fun. Uh, I sat with the developers. Actually, we're going to try to get them on the show. They're excited about that. They're one of those little developers. Oh, they've independent never heard of us developers. then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suckers. Well, they're, they're a tiny development house, uh, totally independent, in Boston. And they had worked on, they had done support work on Science Bioshock, graphics. on oh, okay. Mass Effect, uh, a bunch of the Rock Band track packs, uh, mm. just all kinds of weird games they'd done all the support work on. And then they said, you know what? let's make our own game. And they kind of fleshed out the idea, and it's been two years in development now.
4: Hmm.
2: So, they're getting close, though. They're getting close to finishing, and it was just a blast. It's two-player local co-op, four-player uh, online. And... I I had so much fun with it. Sort of a run and gun shoot 'em up type thing like a Metal Slug sort of hmm. with light RPG elements. Uh because they also worked on Borderlands as well. So they kind of took, you know, took things from all the different develop, developers and the ideas that they had seen and just made this really really fun game. So that's one I'm very excited about. Uh Rayman Origins Looks great. Yeah. It's it's a gorgeous game and it's basically uh the Super Mario Brothers Wii. Okay. With Rayman. Hmm. From what I played.
0: Huh.
2: I, including when you die you come floating around in a bubble and somebody has to pop the bubble to save you.
0: Oh that kind of game.
2: Yeah. So it's four player running through the levels and, you know, you can go one player through the levels. It's more difficult at times, but the idea is four players right there on the couch playing through this with four characters from the Rayman series. And, you know, it it was fun. You know, there's some clever stuff in it. There's some really uh, good puzzle type stuff in it along the way. But, like, not where you have to stop and solve a puzzle, but you have to figure out how you're going to get from one place to the other. But at the same time, it just, it doesn't seem like there would be enough there for a full $60 game. Huh. I, I don't know. I, that's
0: that's a real letdown, because when we saw it at E3, I mean, you could see that it was multiplayer, but I didn't really get that vibe from it at all.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and maybe it was just the section they had available for us to play, but that's yeah. all it was, basically. It was four-player co-op running through, and the moment somebody died and I saw the bubble come up, I was like, this this is New Super Mario Brothers." Wii. <laughs> that's exactly what this is. Uh, that's a sham. So, yeah, it looked gorgeous, though. Great art style. Really yeah. great art style. And I walked past The Darkness 2 and the PR guy saw the press pass, and he was like, hey, have you played it? You want to play it? I can get you to talk to somebody else. You can so actually fun, fun, play fun. it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yes. All
0: I've ever seen is hands-off demos. Oh, buddy. You bastard. I'm in
2: love with this game.
0: It is really good. I mean, I've seen it <laughs> twice now, and yes, it's really cool. I love the, the graphic style. They listen yes. to every complaint about the first game.
2: Yes, they I mean, did, and it's a new developer. You're
0: not spending your time knocking out goddamn uh, lights all the time now.
2: Yeah. It is gorgeous. It is awesome. I did a very extensive write-up on that one. With There's some trailers, there's some screenshots. Oh, I can't wait for this game. I'm yeah. so excited for this game. And we may be able to get somebody on to talk about that uh, right before the game comes out. Cool. So we'd get some questions and stuff like that. But I had so much fun with it. The, the quad wielding thing where I ripped the door off a cab and I was holding it. One of the darkness, you know, arms was holding that while I'm shooting at dudes. And then I threw the door at a guy and ripped him in half.
0: (laughs) Well, I also love when you can use like the arms to slice them lengthwise in half. (laughs) Yeah. They they wouldn't do a lot of detail on some of those kills.
2: It's really awesome. It's really, really cool. It's a beautiful game. Like I'm, I'm ready to go back and get the, get the comic series because I'm really, I fell in love with it right there. <laughs> um,
0: well, and that's the other cool thing is that for both Darkness games, it's the guy that writes the comics.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: exactly.
1: And Mike Patton.
0: And yep. Mike Patton.
1: Gotta love those voiceovers. I love Mike Patton.
0: He has yeah. a lot of fun with the second second game. You can tell right away. Yeah.
2: Good. Yeah. It's very, very cool. So I'm very excited for that one. I was supposed to interview the writer of the Mass Effect comic that's coming out. Hmm. And he was not available at my scheduled time. <laughs> he had to go get something to eat. So uh, we talked about it, and they're going to set something up with us. Either we're going to do... Uh, like a written interview, or he might come on the show, ah. so we will get to talk to him at some point um you know the the p r there was actually really cool, so nice. we'll get that straightened out uh just running around the place, the cosplay was f- crazy this year it was leaps and bounds bigger. Than it was the previous year. There was a dude in a full-on Bumblebee Transformers thing. I saw a picture of that on stilts, kind of. He was wow. like eight feet tall. It was insane. Uh, there was a bald, hairy dude in a Slave Leia costume, <laughs> which was <laughs> well, they awesome. Always take, they
0: always take a picture at all the Comic Cons of all the Slave Leias. Yeah, There's usually like I got of them. this.
2: I got some really good pictures. I have to get them up on the site. There was a, the, the most clever one I thought, uh, one that I've never seen really. There was a dude with a, uh, a full suit on just a regular businessman suit. And the tie was pushed back over his shoulder and the buttons on his shirt were open like the first five, six buttons. And the Superman crest was underneath it.
0: That's
2: cool. And he's like, yeah, it's perfect, because when I leave, I can just pull the tie down, button up, and just walk out of here with a suit on. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was a great idea. Uh, there was Vincent from Catherine. Dude had the pillow, the boxers, <gasps> and horns on his head, and that's oh, it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Totally awesome. Uh, no pizza sp- box, though, eh? No, no pizza box. Uh, many Spider-Man, many Batman, many many Sub-Zeros. Of course. Uh, I got my picture taken with a Bender. <laughs> not oh, for all you European people, not like a Bender, Bender, Bender from Bender T. Rodriguez uh, from Futurama. F- yes, from Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I realized when I said that everybody in Europe's going what, <laughs> 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 or the UK at least. Uh, now, the other thing was, Joel on a stick couldn't make the appearance, unfortunately. Because he would have had a blast there. Uh, he would have had some friends to hang out with. What? I ran into Maury Povich on a stick, Jerry Springer on a stick, and the bouncer dude on Jerry Springer on a stick. Steve. (laughs) Yes. And I brought them home. Oh my god. Uh, whatever the, 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 some group was promoting those shows and I walked up and there they were all on a stick and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. You people <laughs> ripped me off. <laughs> I started bat yelling at them. They're like, and bat and bat and yeah. They're looking at me like, what the hell is this guy talking about? <laughs> That's awesome. Cause I didn't have him. So I couldn't even, you know, but yeah, I was, I was shocked. So now Joel has playmates. Joel on a stick has playmates
0: oh, so that's cool gonna have to have like a st- on a stick nursery
2: <laughs> yeah uh, I also did get to see I didn't go to any of the panels really I had all these plans to see the Batman Arkham Asylum panel to see the Walking Dead panel to see the oh, I went downstairs for the Arkham Asylum panel which was in the gigantic IGN theater uh, the the biggest room in the place yeah. Okay. yeah
4: yeah,
2: I got down there about an hour beforehand, thinking oh, you know you this didn't is even plenty of time. It, did you? you didn't see no. it. The line was unbelievable. <laughs> it stretched all the way across the play. I couldn't even. I was like, I'm not. No, I can't no. do this. You you see people uh, at
0: packs even like waiting eight hours to get into these panels.
2: But I got into these last year without a problem. Well. I don't know what happened this year. It just was suddenly it they had to have oversold things because now the space was bigger. That's probably it. I it, I mean I went downstairs on Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday and I was like I'm really really hungry. I got to go over and get something to eat. And I walked over and the line for food was 45 minutes long.
0: Oh my god.
2: Just for food. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I can't handle this!" Uh. So I went back to the press room and sat down, <laughs> and that's when uh, uh, Chris from PSN Stores ran into me. But uh, the other thing, the only things that I did get to go to, I did have, uh, I did have the inn, and I have to thank all the PR people actually who who set me up all all weekend, including uh, uh, who was it, Shauna. I believe from Cartoon Network got me into the press uh, event for Venture Brothers and Robot Chicken. Oh God. Which was completely awesome. <laughs> very, very cool. Uh, it was basically you. a small room with the, with Doc Hammer and Jackson public from Venture Brothers and it was just press and we just sat and asked them questions for an hour and i'm going to be writing that up i'm not going to go over it here i did ask them about a video game i had to you know well, said, yeah we're of- bringing some on <laughs>
0: exclusively uh, on xbox live uh, you'll be able to enjoy that next year <laughs> well,
2: i'm not going to tell you what they said you'll have to read the article it's going to go up in the next couple days but i can't uh, read Same thing with Robot Chicken. Uh, Seth Green was actually signing autographs in another room beforehand, and then he ran off. So it was just Matt Senreich. Uh,
1: (laughs) Every time Josh is coming, Seth Green runs off. The other guy's got to get dinner. Yep.
2: (laughs) So he had a little... He did Josh guy. (laughs) He had a little plushy Seth Green with him, which was cool. (laughs) And it was life-size. You know, it was like two feet
1: tall. It was cool.
2: Um
1: Seth Green was carrying around his own plushie?
2: No, the other guy was, Matt. Uh Ah, yeah, that's not weird. He brought that in. He's like, well, you know, when he leaves me, he said, because when he sat down, he said, look, I, I am the worst person for this. I hate sitting down in front of groups of people and talking. You know, I'm the guy behind the scenes. I hate being on camera. I hate, you know, doing the voiceover stuff. I hate all that stuff. You know, so that's why I have him here. He can He's like my buffer. He can sit right here in front of me and guard me from everybody.
1: Sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so I, those were both really cool. I did the next day jump in line because nobody was in line yet uh, when I was waiting to meet up with the guy from Zen Studios. Mm-hmm. I jumped in line at the Venture Brothers signing because there's a free signing. And... I had the guy hold my spot. I was like, I got to go do an interview. Can you hold my spot? Wow. (laughs) He's like, yeah, sure, no problem. So I ran off, did the interview, came back. And uh, this guy who was next to me, he had storyboards, actual hand-drawn storyboards from one of the Venture Brothers episodes. Jeez. Because he met one of the writers in Hoboken. Uh, The guy lives right near him. And he's like, "Here, do you want these? I, I have a bunch of these." Like, oh my! So we brought those and got them signed. <laughs> it was awesome. They, and the, I took a bunch of pictures of those. You have to—they're they're just amazing. That's pretty cool. Uh, what I got signed was a Comic Con exclusive Venture Brothers lunchbox. Oh, I thought you get your ass signed. Wow, uh, this is a lunchbox based on the Rusty Venture cartoon, and when you open it up. There's figures of Jonas Venture Senior and Little Rusty Venture. (laughs) It's freaking awesome. So I brought that up. They signed that for me and everything. But I was in now pretty quick because I was right by the front of the line. Uh, Those guys are really cool. Uh, Matt from Robot Chicken was very, very cool, really funny. So I'm going to write all that up and have that on the site in the next couple days. And that's pretty much it. You know, at the end of Saturday, we were all pretty beat and I'd run into Chris and he said, we're going over to the Sony store because ratchet and clank. They're doing this giveaway for these four controllers. And I thought, okay, well let's just walk over there. So we walked, which it's pretty decent hike Mm -hmm. all the way over there. We walked all the way up, uh, got in there minutes before they were doing the drawing. We got to get our raffle tickets, throw them in the bin. Four controllers, four DualShock 3s in like Ratchet, uh, ratchet & Clank type colors, like a bright green, mm-hmm. a blue, an orange, and oh, I forget what the other one was. <clears throat> it doesn't matter because I didn't win. um <laughs> Wow, that was that was a thrilling story, Josh. Thanks for sharing. Well no these these controllers, they said they only made twenty of them. Wow. Total. And they were given a four pack away of these in in this gorgeous box. They they're the coolest looking controllers. I was ready to jump the guy who won it. I was (laughs) ready to wait outside, jump him, and just steal it from him. Because they look awesome. And it sucks. They're not they're not mass producing them because they're really cool colors and they would have been like a neat thing to have with the game and all you know but so yeah I mean Chris was there uh, Saturday and Sunday I didn't go back Sunday I was too beat I I just couldn't even get out of bed Uh, Rob went back Sunday Rob from Game Crashers and uh, he said it it was still just as bad all bad you know he was trying to get to play uh Star Wars uh Knights of the Old Republic
0: Oh God, and, that had to have a line
2: around the building. Oh, you wouldn't believe it yeah Ugh. yeah, so that was the thing you know it's it's a great event you know when you when you actually have um appointments <laughs> to see people. And everything, but a lot of these games, like Mass Effect, and everything, there were no appointments for anybody, no press, no nothing. You right. just had to get in line. That so, doesn't surprise me. It it just makes it really, really tough. It it was so freaking crowded that it just, you know, it was fun, but it was exhausting and it was crowded. So,
0: I'll bet you even Puss in Boots had an hour wait.
2: <laughs> if that was there, I'm sure it would have. See yeah yeah so it was a good event good event um I got I did get to see a lot of good stuff and there are a bunch of articles on the website right now uh there will be at least one more and we should actually have some people on the show cool uh from this which is good so we'll yeah. have a couple of these at least the darkness 2 uh shoot many robots uh the mass effect guy
0: put some boots uh,
2: Maybe Max Payne Three. We Ooh. might be getting some people for that as well. Uh it's Rockstar, I doubt it. No. <laughs> I don't think so. Because I've been I've been emailing back and forth with uh one of the PR people and all she wants is to know when we want to do it and she wants to see some questions beforehand, which is not a problem. And a drop of blood
0: from all three of us.
2: But she said she said yeah, we can probably get it done, so so, yeah, we may very well have that.
0: Wow. All right. Make this it happen. Good, huh? I'm working it. All right. Yeah. Shake that ass a little more. Maybe, maybe coax yeah. the beard into helping you. Yeah.
2: yeah I heard something about this. <laughs> I'll wait till the extra life thing comes up. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. I was just reading it. <laughs> well, see, I'm, I'm, that's another reason I'm upset that I missed all of that. It's probably for the best. Ah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, is that it? Uh, that everything for the Comic Con yeah. that you're going to yep. talk about? All right. That's it.
0: Okay. Well, uh, why don't we take our break? When we come back, uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about uh, a review up on the website, a little bit of home, and a whole lot of extra life. We'll be back. took our no-dos and uh, are ready to go for the second half of the show. So, uh, Joel, I, I know that uh, you got a couple things to talk about. First off, uh review that went up today on the website, which uh, seems to be getting some pretty good good response so far.
1: Yeah, Ratchet and Clank all for one. Bill posted his review of that today. He had the game, I think he got it over the weekend, so he had advanced time and was able to get the review up the same day as the release, which is always nice. And he had some pretty interesting things to say about it, so I highly encourage everybody to go to our website and check it out. Most notably, his uh, love for the 3D in this game. He's yeah. going on and on and on about I was talking to him about it the other day. He's just, he says the 3D looks phenomenal. Hmm. So that's not obviously his whole review. He says much more about many other facets of the game. Check it out. That's up on our site.
0: Cool. Yeah, it got tweeted by Insomniac, and I think we were the first ones up on N4G, and uh, been getting some pretty good responses so far. So, very nice work, Bill.
1: Yeah, excellent.
4: Yeah.
0: And then uh, you actually went into PlayStation Home, huh?
1: I did, yes. I wanted to have something to talk about, so I figured I'd go in there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and uh, immediately upon firing it up I was taken to this new thing called the Uncharted 3 Fortune Hunter and it's a little little game that's available right there within home which you launch directly to it so it didn't take me to Central Plaza it took me right to a little spot that looks like it's in the Uncharted 3 world you know, it's got the sandy terrain and that sort of whole like eastern look to it a mm-hmm. eastern look to it and basically you can take your, your your home character and uh, take out enemies using a gun and it's kind of strange. So you, you go and you play the game and all of a sudden you feel like you're in Uncharted three, except you're using your character. From hmm. home. Uh, but upon, up. yeah, it is messed up, but upon closer inspection, it's really nothing, nothing like the game. It doesn't use the same engine. It doesn't have the same controls. It's just set in a similar backdrop. And it's obviously a, a good way to, Advertise the game and get people excited about it. Basically, what you do is you just collect treasure in a couple different maps, and uh, you can't really walk around the map freeform. Mm-hmm. You have you have to it. You can only move from spot to spot, and as you look around, it'll give you different button presses, like triangle to go forward or square to go to the left. And you, it's like a little like mini game sort of. Oh, okay. Where you're just clicking a button and moving spot to spot. And it's not very intuitive, and it's hard to control. But then, as, you, as you're doing that, you've got enemies coming at you, and that's where it's more similar to a third-person shooter like Uncharted 3. However, the controls are inverted, so you—that was a little, took me a little getting used to, because you're used right to Uncharted way. 3 <laughs> having the uh, the other controls. But there's different weapons you can collect, and apparently, if you pre-order the game. There's some sort of bonus that you can collect, but you've got to pre-order it through the, the PlayStation Network for said bonus. So even though I pre-ordered it elsewhere, I don't get access to that same bonus. Yeah. But- oh, you know what? Actually, that reminds me.
2: At uh, Comic-Con, most of the publishers, Ubisoft especially, um, but a lot of the publishers there were doing this. all these bonuses if you pre-ordered. Uh, The game right there at Comic-Con. So, you know, they say if you do Rayman, you get this really nice art book, and it was like a big, thick book, and uh, something else. I forget what the other thing was. Uh, Prototype, you get a whole bunch of things. You know, they all had these great pre-orders going on. To do it, they'd walk you over to a laptop that's just sitting out there and go to Amazon.com, and you have to type in your account information in Amazon.com and do the pre-order right there. Uh-uh.
0: <laughs> I've, I've seen that kind of stuff in the past, too.
2: Yeah, on a random, unsecured laptop in the middle of Comic-Con. No yeah. thanks. Well, here,
0: sir, I'll put your credit card info in for you.
2: Yeah. I was not comfortable with that at all. I really wanted that. <laughs> the, the look of that Rayman book, I was going to pre-order it, just for that and then when I saw what I had to do I was like I'll come back I <laughs> don't have my stuff with me goodbye <laughs> <laughs> yeah but they were all doing that all all the big games that were there they were all trying to push the pre-order angle with special comic-con only bonuses
0: <laughs> don't worry about it sir we'll just get a photocopy of your ID and your credit card oh can I have some blood yeah sure because yeah. I want that statuette
1: Yeah, so it's a nice little diversion in-home, and it's got some elements of Uncharted 3, but I wouldn't recommend it. It's definitely not something you need to go to home to check out. You can skip this one. If you're there and you're looking for something to do in-home, it's worth checking out, but I would not recommend going there specifically just to check this out because it's really not that cool.
4: Hmm. Okay.
1: And that's the weekly home update. (laughs)
4: That's
1: all I got. (laughs) I wandered around Central Plaza a little bit, but nothing too exciting happened there.
0: Well, why don't we uh, roll you into... Uh, well, I'll just start with the Extra Life. We'll get to the what we're playing kind of throughout, I guess. And honestly, uh, I'm going to need people to fill in the blanks because I don't remember everything I played even. Uh, this year was a little more brutal for me than usual because we stayed up really late getting stuff set up. And um, I only had like four hours of sleep. So, yeah. Uh, first off, uh, many thanks to uh, to DJ and Paul and uh, Nine Volt Crackerjack and uh, Chris from RP Gamer uh, for hanging out. Uh, it made the day a lot easier to, to to deal with and just keep things off your mind. And uh, I think we all had a great time. Uh, the first time doing it in my house, actually, and and um, went really well. Actually, my internet held up very well. The stream held up really well. We only had one glitch, and um, it was it was a great time. And and the reason for that is. Not only did I have people to play with here, tons of people on the chat all day, tons of people on the on the you know the stream, and uh, just Twitter and everything else. It was it was great. You know, we <clears throat> always had someone to talk to. Uh, you know, we had the microphones live in the room, and we could kind of talk back to people. Uh, it was really cool. And and from what it sounded like, the stream went really well, and uh, we were kind of. Trying to send messages over to the gamers only older guys, but they were a lot more organized. Like you'd watch their stream and you'd see them like, "All right, well, well, we're going to sit here and talk about this." Yeah, we. I was in my my like pajama pants all day because I came downstairs and everybody's kind of giving me crap for. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be sitting here for twenty four hours straight, and to me that says I need to be comfortable. So that's what I did. Uh, yeah. So (laughs) start. (laughs) Uh, got the day, day going right away, and I think I started with like NBA Jam On Fire Edition because I hadn't played it yet. Uh, so I played a game of that just to kind of check it out and everything. Uh, and now I agree with everybody else about the disc version. Why the hell did that have to be on disc for, for fifty bucks? Because this is more of a game than the disc one, and it's fifteen online. You know, yeah, that uh, yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm gonna be way like. Out of order here, but uh, the next one I remembered was Sideway New York. I played that for quite a bit, and uh, people seemed to like it on the stream. You know, I was talking to them, I said, you know, it's it's actually a fun game, it controls really well, but the music, you know, rotates a little bit too much, and I think people figure that out. But uh, yeah, really cool game, and, and uh, enjoy the heck out of it. Except uh, I was having a lot of problems with the boss, which I know how to beat the boss. I just, for some reason, wasn't getting the timing down that day. And a lot of expletives were were yelled. I I was getting pretty pissed off. Uh, After that, we got a ton of people on for Gran Turismo 5 uh, multiplayer, and I played some single player after that. It was a blast. You know, that X10, uh, 2010 X1 or whatever Red Bull car came in everybody's mail because that guy won whatever championship or whatever. That car is ridiculous. Like, you can go from 0 to 150 in, like, a second. So it's almost a way to cheat. You're going to see a lot of uh, online matches like refuse that car because it's outlandishly fast. Uh, but a couple of the guys that were with us here, Chris and uh, uh, DJ specifically, had never played the game before, and they had it. <clears throat> um, so obviously, we didn't have really that many cars or anything. So we we ran a bunch of races. And we we set the regulations up to to hold you to 100, I think, 70 horsepower or less. But uh, we had some great races. I mean, there, there was so much fun. Uh, you know, everybody smack talking to each other. The voice chat was working really well. Uh, it was it was just awesome. And then I played some single player. Uh, did all right. I was doing one championship, which is like I think it was five or six races in a in a series. And I was doing awesome. I was doing Nurburgring. Nürbur- I think it was like the second one. I was doing great. And then I got hosed right at the very end. Uh, so luckily I, I took first on all the other races and I still got my gold. So I was, I was going to have to go off if I had to restart that series because there were some long races, uh, ended up apparently finishing the game officially, uh, because you can finish it like without even finishing a couple of series and everything. So I got the end movie and everything, but I've got a lot more to go. I have a lot more to go. Uh, opened up the Bugatti Veyron and I was very disappointed to find out that that's not even a premium car in the game. And that's actually a car that kind of shows you the difference between a premium and non-premium. Uh, it 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 looks kind of meh, but I haven't tried it yet. I, I've heard you really don't want to drive that too much because it's more of a kind of cruising around car than a racing car. Which I can I can see. <coughs> um, yeah, but that was just awesome. I, I really want to play that more again. Uh, moved over to the Uncharted Three multiplayer. Played that for quite a bit. Uh, had a great time with that as usual. Like we like we expected. Uh, we had a full – or no, we were having problems with it originally because we couldn't get a full party of 10 in. Uh, it was a limitation on the beta, so we had to, like, kick people out and everything. and uh, So it kind of sucked in, in that respect, but we had a great time. We were playing it. And then we tried Battlefield Bad Company 2. Couldn't find a goddamn game. I don't know if it's because we had a party together and we were just too many people or if the servers have gotten really empty because of Battlefield 3 hitting or what we could not find a game. So that was really disappointing. Uh, Then I moved over off the stream. And like I said, a lot of people thought I was playing Batman and I wasn't. Um, I was playing the single player of a different game uh, that I actually finished also yesterday. Uh, So that review will be up next week on the 24th. Take a guess at what it is. Uh, But yeah, I actually got to play that co-op tonight as well. That's why we had to record late. I'm going to go with
1: Puss in Boots.
0: Puss in Boots 2, actually.
1: Ah, shit. You are way ahead of the curve. Yeah. Damn.
0: I'm going to get in trouble for telling you that, but uh, it was pretty badass. Well, we
1: are, after all, only your minions, so I mean, just whatever you keep the information limited (laughs) to however you see fit.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yes, Master (laughs) Torko. Yeah. (laughs) And that's why both of you didn't do extra. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: Um, I was there, smartass. That's true.
0: Except I kept missing you. <laughs> it, that's what sucks. Is that I? Oh, Joel's online, and I was like right in the middle of something. And then by the time I was done, you were gone. I'm like, no. Oh,
1: ah! I was playing games, yo. I know. I understand. Well, you were on the handheld <laughs> a
2: lot more. You were on the PSP and stuff. So. Yeah, that's what she said. I was said. covering important events for the podcast. And we, we
1: were you. the
0: ones that said, "Don't even bother coming out" because of Comic Con. So we understand. And your beard took a beating. Just saying. Mm. <laughs> So the chat box started. Going to give a beaten dude. I don't even know where this started. I really don't because all of a sudden I heard other people talking about it, but all of a sudden these Josh's beard jokes started going around, and there was some funny shit. Yeah, there was. Oh my god, I was, I was laughing out loud at a bunch of them. Uh, so yeah, Josh's beard uh, apparently is the new celebrity for for PS Nation. So
1: yep joel on a stick is done and josh's beard is well taken i really over. wouldn't say
0: done i would well, just say done. that joel on a stick has a companion now no uh, yeah yeah
2: i think so <laughs> yeah. try
0: as you might joel. try as you might sir
1: no there's no try
0: <laughs> okay yoda um then uh see this is where i'm starting to forget what i played i really don't remember all the stuff i played Uh, people are going to have to fill in the blanks, like send some emails in or something. But I remember playing Metal Slug 2 with Cracker Jack. This is a Neo Geo game that that came to the PSN recently. Great game. It's fantastic. But the problem is when you play two-player, it's essentially slowed down the entire game. Like the entire game is slowed down. Because once he would die, and of course, guess who died off first out of the two of us? Cracker Jack. Uh, Then the game was like super fast. So we, we played into that quite a bit. And uh, then we had... I, I know at midnight they wanted to do this, uh, this score chase for Super Stardust HD. So we tried that. I think I hit like 16 million. I was just awful. I was terrible. So I just kind of stopped playing. I'm like, eh, I'm done. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, here, here's the bad part, and, and then there's some other stuff after this, but we never got to Warhawk. Uh, the timing was terrible because by the time... We got to the point where we could do Warhawk. It was like 11 o'clock at night, and there weren't as many people around. Uh, So we're definitely going to do a makeup day. So I want to do it this Sunday. I don't think I'll be able to uh, just because work has me. We're doing the podcast this early this week uh, because work has me traveling down to Chicago this week, and we have to do the raffle and everything else, and I don't even know when I'm going to get all that done. So um, I do want to do a makeup day. I mean, obviously, everybody earned it. Uh, and we definitely want to do it. And plus, it's Warhawk. we got to play it. So uh, the other thing we didn't get to, we wanted to get back to Gran Turismo later in the day and have some, like, kind of higher horsepower races. Never happened. Uh, just too much t- was going on. And the problem is you've got all these people in the chat box and all the people on the stream, and you're trying to play everything that everybody wants to see, and it's just it's impossible. Uh, you know, we, while I was playing that of the game, we had Chris on the stream. I will say this. I was very impressed. Chris was on the stream. Uh, obviously he plays RPGs. You know, he's from RP gamer and he's playing dark souls. Number one, that's a gorgeous game. It is beautiful. I mean, I thought, uh, uh, demon souls look good, but dark souls it looks great. Um, but he was on that stream for about three and a half hours playing that game. Normally that stream, they turn on you after about an hour and a half. If they get bored. But they wanted to see Dark Souls. They got him on there. And it took about three hours for them to turn on him finally. And then he said, you have to come back over here and play. They're, they're going to that me.
1: There were a few that turned on him much, much sooner than three and a half hours. But, but the, they, were the, they were the minority. Most people were, were hanging in there watching the stream.
0: See, but that's the problem. No matter what game you play, someone's not going to like it. If I play a first-person shooter... That machines gonna be on there complaining, you know. It's, it's that kind of thing. And, and I had a lot
1: of direct messages. Can you please tell them to stop playing Demon Souls? <laughs> what? Like, you know what? Yeah. like no, he gets his turn just like everybody else, and there are people enjoying it. So hang in there.
2: Ooh, that- we can take care of that next year. I'll take care of that next year as long as Comic Con is not the same weekend. It'll be Just Cause Two for twenty four oh hours my God. on the stream. <laughs> reduce go. our goal down
1: to a hundred hundred bucks, fifty bucks maybe.
2: Oh, man. No, I will stop playing the moment we hit 12 grand. Ooh. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I do <laughs> so remember. Let's another see game how played. quick we can get to it. <laughs> <laughs> we actually played fast.
0: a ton of Kills on Three. I was fucking on. I was unstoppable. I, I don't know what it was, but it, and it was late, and I was unstoppable. It was so kick ass. We had such a blast. Um, yeah, I need to play more of that. I, I just, I've fallen because we've had so much to play. I haven't played that very much, but we got to get back on that game. Cause man, that was so much fun. Uh, what else did I play? Well, then it got later in the at night and well, you know, and, and part of that is, uh, you know, since Joldan come up, come up, uh, my buddy, Dave's son, DJ joined us, uh, and and he'd never really done anything like this and he wanted to check it out. And uh, you know, he stayed all of us actually stayed up for the full twenty four hours. A couple of us nodded off. Uh I know at one point somebody said that they could hear me snoring on the stream. Right in the middle of playing this next game, uh, Mod Nation Racers. We played for like I think three hours of Mod Nation Racers. Uh I was on with Will Powers from Sony and Glass Glasswalls, you know, Cade and all these other people. Uh like Homeboy was on there, Eric, and uh um oh, what's her name? Shoot, I can't remember her name. But all these, oh, T-Baby, we're all on there, and Cade and Will are drunk off their asses. And it's like 3 in the morning (laughs) our time, you know, 1 in the morning for them. Will, I think, had gone through a whole bottle of of whiskey or something that night. So they're drunk off their asses. We're all trying to play, and we're just laughing at these guys too hard. And I'm playing, and I'm playing, and I'm playing. I keep getting screwed at the very end. Like, I'll be second place. I'll get to the finish line I'm going to take first, and then somebody hits me with something. Every effing time. I don't think I took first in one race. Every time it was almost like the blue shell in Mario Kart. I, oh, <clears throat> so frustrating. But I still had a blast. Uh, it was great. It's such a great game. It's still a great game, and I think it will always be a great game. But we, we played the hell out of that one. Um, we got DJ on playing because I had an extra copy here, and he this is his first time playing it. Uh, his dad, my buddy Dave, was awesome. I mean, he was our go-to guy for the whole day. Like, he he was listening to the stream at home, and his wife, Jer, made us fresh chocolate chip cookies, and he was bringing stuff over for us when we needed it, if we ran out of something. He went and got our pizzas that night after a half an hour of, I don't
3: know what I want, I don't know what I want. I want pizza, but I don't know what I want.
0: Uh, Yeah, so he went and got some Scotty's pizzas for us, which hit the spot. And, uh, gosh, what else? <sighs> Well, it was funny though because there was one point where I'm playing Nation Racers and I can hear what he's talking, and all of a sudden I kind of I blink and I look up and my car is just sitting there dead because I fell asleep for like a minute. <laughs> so, well done. Uh, yeah. Um. Well, yeah. And then I look over at Chris and his net heads to the side, and uh, I didn't really realize it, but he he had 3D Dot Game Heroes in. And it was the same music for like 15 minutes. I look over and I go, no, this music changes way more than that. And I look over and his guy didn't move and Chris's head's off to the side. I'm like,
4: oh!
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I know yeah. Tim and Mark actually played through a huge chunk of Resident Evil 5 online co op. Uh, I think Mark played the PS3 more that day than he has in the last year. So that was pretty impressive. And then I know, uh, um, Nine Volt also played some Resident Evil Four HD or whatever that one that came out. Uh, Cracker Jack was he was going for platinums, but he he was going for cheap platinums. Like he had two missions left in Borderlands, so he did that and got a platinum. And then he had some monster truck racing game that he got a platinum on. It took I think it took him forty five minutes. <laughs> like oh, I am gonna play this game, and he he had just gotten it, he throws in he goes, all right, I got the platinum. I'm like what? <laughs> yeah, Cracker Jack. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was hilarious. And then my buddy Paul that came up, uh, he finished Uncharted, the first one, uh, which he had never finished. And, uh, and then he played through the second one. So he, he was Uncharted man that day and, uh, got to hear him complaining about how hard the game was on, on easy. Uh, oh
1: I thought this was the man of steel. (laughs) (laughs) He's not representing.
0: That would be S-T-E-E-L. <laughs> oh. Um. Oh. What else? What else? What did I play at the end of the night, guys? Oh.
1: I don't know. Watching the stream, you and the couch became one, and I I couldn't tell who was who yeah. after a while. Oh Sorry. That
0: couch is so comfy. Oh, it's so comfy. I actually slept on that the next day. Yeah. That couch is my old parents or my parents, oh, my old parents.
1: My did parents you use your couch. extra life ass groove for your nap the following day? Oh no, Just I let, let that kind of back, back in. Yeah, oh, it was
0: kind of a deep pit after a while. <laughs> Gosh, what else did I play? I played. Well, that's the other thing. I didn't get to stream Stranger's Wrath because
1: we've had uh, Super Stardust HD, the Midnight Score Chase. Yeah,
0: yeah and then uh, my Nation Racers took quite a while. I didn't get to stream Stranger's Wrath because it's a pain in the ass to hook everything back up the way it was. So I'm going to stream that uh, probably next week, Monday or something. Uh, and then, fuck, what else did I play?
1: Some <sighs> pinball in the morning.
0: Did I play pinball?
1: Yeah. Towards the very, very end, you were playing some Zen pinball. God, I
0: must have sucked.
1: You played that, uh, what the hell's that, new side-scroller. I can't think of it. It's brand new. Last week. Nah. A new
0: side scroller.
1: It's like a platformer. Uh, Streets New York. Street... No, no, Sideway. I played Sideway, that at the beginning. New York. Thank you. Yeah, you played that at the beginning.
0: Yeah. Oh man.
1: You played some Worms with Revy.
0: That's right. Me and Revy played Worms, and I kicked his ass. Uh, man, that was a blast. Worms too. Armageddon. That's a that's a great game. That's right. I played that with him at like three in the morning or something.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So hmm I think when I got done with that, I played more Mod Nation, yeah. Gosh, I don't remember how I ended the day. I was just going, oh, I just got to play something, like, really easy. I'm so tired. I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, it, it, that that's the small part of it, and and that's really not the significant part of it. The significant part is that we had we once again proved who the best community is and that is our community. Uh not only are we the were we the top earner again, we weren't the top team. Retroids wasn't the top team, but they are like sixth, I think. But uh for the player portion of it, we, we took the top uh, billing again. Uh, and that's not me and Joel me, you know, me, Josh Joel, that's not Chris and Cracker Jack. That's everybody that donated. Those are the top players, and uh holy crap i mean we're we're gonna we're gonna go through the entire list of the people that donated because I think everybody here deserves some recognition. We had over fifty people donate a hundred dollars or more it's crazy how well we did we didn't hit our goal, we got close to it, but we did beat last year, and uh you know it, it's it's <sighs> It's it's so crazy to see all these people come out of the woodwork. I mean, I was playing games with people I'd never even seen their PS name before, PSN name before, and you know, it, just how much fun it was to to hang out with everyone and like to just BS with people while we we're playing Gran Turismo Five and while we we're playing Killzone. I know Corn Dog played with us on Killzone, and um, I I I don't even have the words. It was just. It, it's that's what motivates you to keep doing it, is when people come out of the woodwork and and just give to these children that they don't even know, but they know that it helps people out when they're when they're really in their time of need. And uh, yeah, I, I I just I don't even know what else to say. So, uh, who wants to start at the bottom here?
1: Do you mind if I uh, read the list of games I was playing also during extra life?
0: Oh yeah, life? yeah, definitely.
1: I had a chance to play Renegade Ops four player. Went online with Sabota's Sigma Omega and Staphinator. Sweet. Played some of that, and that is so much more fun in co-op. It's much much more fun, but it it is sort of a it's not I don't it's not really cooperative as much as it's just shoot the shit as fast as you can, and if you're there first, you get whatever is there.
2: <laughs> or if you're sneaky. <laughs> yeah,
0: if you're a sneaky bastard like uh like Josh. <laughs>
1: But not, none of the, you know, you should go over there and take that out while I go over here and take this out, and that'll be a better strategy. It's more like everybody just free-for-all, run around and shoot a bunch of shit, and then the missions are over.
0: Yeah. That game is made for four-player, though. You're right. It's a blast. That's
1: yeah, it's pretty fun. Definitely reminds me of Blast Corps and some of those earlier flight games like the helicopter nuclear strike and Soviet strike and all those types of games.
0: Yeah, I heard Josh was a sneaky asshole in those two.
2: it's the only way to beat the terrorists man
0: (laughs) if you're not sneaky they win
1: (laughs) i got to play more of resistance 3 and finally i don't know why i've been waiting but i I pulled out the 3d glasses to check that out it looks incredible in 3d i wish i would have tried it sooner
0: yeah they did a good job with it
1: and uh, me and Stafanator, Stafanator and I played a lot together that night. We checked out some of the co-op campaign together. But it was funny. He, we kind of ran into a couple bugs when we were playing through it. Right when he joined up with me, he was out of sync. Mm. So he's standing in front of me, and he's like, where are you? Where are you? I'm like, I'm right in front of you. you know. And he's like, I don't see any enemies. I don't see you. And of course, as he's telling me this, there's enemies like charging him and shooting at me. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, turn around. They're, out, they're right there. He's like, dude, I don't see anything. Are you, where are you? You know, it was, and then like we, we were, he was finally able to see me. And then as some of the newer creatures appeared, he was finally able to see some of those. So it, it's like his game sort of resumed or caught up with where I was at. And then we ran into another bug where one of the uh, the AI characters, Charlie was along, along with us during a mission and Charlie for him was headless. What? So every time Charlie would like walk, walk around, he'd see Charlie as a headless character. Wow. Even though I, I was seeing him as normal. So it's, it's really kind of strange. And he's like, dude, Charlie's headless. He's headless. <laughs> we're kind of laughing about it. And He's like, it's really kind of freaky seeing Charlie walking around without his head. I'm like, Isn't
0: Stafnader Canadian? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. That explains it. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Alrighty then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why we call him Operation Human Shield.
1: <laughs> but very cool that the co-op is... It was a lot of fun playing in there, and the 3D sure adds a lot. The game looks really good in 3D, so I'd rank it right up there with SOCOM 4 as far as some of the best-looking 3D I've seen so far on the system. Although, from what I hear from Bill's review of Ratchet and Clank, all for one, it sounds like that one bests both of them, so i to give that a shot. I played About a Blob, which is a game in my backlog that I've been meaning to go back to. Played through a large chunk of it previously, played through another large chunk of it here at extra life kind of nice. went back and redid some of the levels because you earn different like as a trophies I s not not trophies from a psn standpoint but trophies within the game if you beat each level like uh you know gold or bronze So kind of going back and working on those and i was playing that local co-op with my wife and that game is royally frustrating playing it with my wife oh yeah <laughs> after a while I know it seems like in concept, it looks like it's going to be a fairly simple game. You know, it's goofy, it's got a, got a very animated animated look to it, and you can grab everybody and just play through it. But the fact of the matter is, there's some some pretty tough platforming uh, fairly early in that game. So if you're not playing with somebody who's adept with a controller, it's it ends up being more frustrating than fun. And of course, my wife is not adept with the controller, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's why i went back and played some of those early earlier levels again cuz as you get further along it's it's like okay i'll i'll do this later cuz this is not going to work cuz you're like you're ju- one one character's jumping in the air the other one's jumping up timing their jump so that at the peak of the other character's jump they jump on top of that character and jump off of that character to get to the next platform and there's a lot of cooperative sort of platforming like that within a game where you would think there wouldn't be you know blobs rolling around you should, you should, you should do, and actually do that studio just
0: there. announced a new game too uh, it's called really? Guaca- Guacamele. and it's, uh, <laughs> it's a side-scrolling platform action game with a uh, Mexican wrestler named Guacamele.
3: <laughs> it looks cool.
1: That <laughs> sounds it's, funny.
0: Yeah, I watched the trailer, I think it was yesterday or today, and it looks like a really fun little game.
1: This, this point in the evening is probably like, I don't know, 10 o'clock or so, and Poop and Flames wanted to chit-chat a little bit, so I connected with oh. him on... Connected with him on the uh, just the chat real fast, chatted with him, and he wanted to keep talking and talking. I'm like, Look, you know, Pooper, I got to get back and play some games. I'd love to chat, but you know, extra life, got to play some games. So I ended up uh, con- convincing him to download Uno, and then I stuck my wife in front of my PS3 and said, Here, play Uno with Pooper, and, and to get some conversation going. Yeah,
0: what was all this Uno talk? Because they were talking about that. That seemed like for a couple of hours we were seeing Uno, Uno, Uno everywhere.
1: Yeah, uh basically it started with with her and and Pooper and, and Sigma Omega was also in there. So the three of them started playing Uno and then actually Poop and Flames downloaded it. He he didn't have the game previously.
4: Mm-hmm. But we
1: twist we twisted his arm, got him to download it real quick and then he got in there. And they were they were getting like delirious because it was sort of late in the night, not Pooper. Pooper was drunk, so he had a different excuse. But he has but so like, much
0: energy. Yeah, you're not going to stop him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh like, Sigma Omega and my wife were just giddy from being up and participating, or my wife just being there with me for all those hours watching me play games.
4: Sure.
1: Um, they were just getting delirious, and, and ultimately, Poop and Flame started singing. So they were, like, telling him what to sing, and then he was singing it. And they were having a hell of a time with it. So at one point, they had him singing Hall and Notes classic, Man Eater, oh which my was God. hilarious. <laughs> He's he sang Master of Puppets by Metallica. He didn't know the lyrics, but... Sigma, Sigma Omega was, was kind enough to download them for him. Well, plus, it's a Metallica them.
0: song. You really don't need to know the lyrics.
1: It's just, <laughs> <"This is> sh- <laughs> master, master. <laughs> this is true. I think he might have sang some Duran Duran. I lost track of all the nice. stuff that he was singing. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I think they did go for a couple hours. Wow. And yeah, the whole, the whole chat box was talking about Uno. And Come on, Uno's a fun game.
0: I was going to play at one point, and then you guys would quit or something.
1: So as that was going on, I, I pulled out the handhelds and I sucked my teeth into Trajectile even further, which is that Q Games title of on the DSi. And I got through, I think, most of the bronze area and now I'm over, off to the silver section. That game is huge. Just keep trudging my way through it and I love it. It's a lot of fun. I downloaded for the first time that freebie uh, Legend of Zelda Four Swords. It's available in the, the DSiWare store right now for free and uh, just played it locally in single-player, and wow, I, I don't like it at all. I, I that game is n- not something that I will go back to. Wow. It's, Legend of, it's Legend of Zelda made more for cooperative play, and the whole, the whole gameplay behind it is not the typical Legend of Zelda, so I, I guess I was more looking for Legend of Zelda, and this just wasn't fitting the bill. It's got its own little mechanic to it. I'm sure it's neat, with multi, like in multiplayer, but in single-player it was one of the most boring games I think I've played. Of course, it doesn't help. After being playing games for about you know twelve, fifteen hours or whatever, at that point, by the time I got to it,
0: wasn't that a GameCube game or something? And you used your Game, yeah. game Boy Advance to play it or something?
1: I th- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now it's just a downloadable title, so I don't know how different it is there compared to what it was like on the GameCube. Hmm. Then I played on my iPhone, uh, Army of Darkness Defense, which I've talked about before, and I right. think I cleared like level th- or wave thirty or thirty-five. I'm getting pretty far in that game, and it's just good old Evil Dead bliss. It's cheesy. It's got all the one-liners. And when I'm half asleep and trying to struggle through extra life, it worked out pretty damn well. <laughs> a lot of fun. Driver San Francisco. I tried that for the first time. And I played it for maybe an hour or two, and I was pleasantly surprised by it. I know it's kind of taken some flack review-wise. It's and 39 s-
0: bucks a Target. Is it really? Yeah.
1: Well, disclaimer here, I love San Francisco, the city. I, I, I just adore it. You know, it's, it's a place that I would like to live someday. I love it so much. So one of the reasons I bought the game was just so I could tool around San Francisco. So I asked our writer, Jason, who has played some of it before, you know, is, is at least the, the recreation of San Francisco isn't worthwhile. Is it decent? Because if it's decent, you know, even if the gameplay is sort of, eh, I might still enjoy the game just for being able to drive around the city. Right. And he said, "Yeah, it's it's pretty good." And, and sure enough, it's a it's a really good recreation from what I could tell. No, I didn't go driving around looking for certain landmarks on corners and signs and all that. I didn't I didn't like test it out, but just what I know of San Francisco seemed accurate with what they were showing, which was nice. Hmm. But and it's a cool little game. Not too bad. Wouldn't give it an A, but it's you know it's better than a C.
0: I'd say so. Mm-hmm. As much as I played, yeah.
1: And some of the complaints that I've heard about it, I I don't know. I didn't I didn't didn't bother me at all yeah. we played at midnight we played super stardust hd we did a score chase and i was so effing tired that i'm not even gonna talk about how bad this. it was ridiculous i couldn't do anything well the, the the prior three days i had something happen it's what i refer to as shit happens yeah shit happened the prior couple of days so i had like five, i was running on like five hours of sleep before i even went into extra life and that was five hours of sleep since thursday so okay. I went into extra life on five hours sleep over the course of three days. I was exhausted, you know, just trying to, to stay awake during extra life. And then to pull this game out at midnight. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm playing through it. I sucking really bad. Okay. I'm just going to restart. Sucking really bad. Okay. I'm just going to restart. And then I, I talking to Scott in the chat. I'm like, so how does this work? What are we doing again? He's like, yeah, your first run. We'll just get your score. Like, oh shit! I just hit restart like ten times, <laughs> but I oh, kept that... dying. Like, on Wait, the we, first world, we had these. Our
0: first one, no matter what.
1: Well, I think it was first run is what we were scoring.
0: Because I restarted like six or seven times at the very beginning.
2: Cheater! That's what I, I thought we know. were doing. Nobody told me. That I thought it was going
1: to be like like Cheater. best score over the course of time. You know, I didn't realize it was. They were prepared. They have been practicing. So they all sat down at Gamers Only Older, and on their first run, were getting these huge scores. I was normally I can get to like the third world before I you know get down to losing a guy or two, and I was losing a guy or two like in the second board. I couldn't, I could barely get to that first boss without dying. So it was, it was there was no way I was going to even touch their scores. I just gave up, I'm like fuck this. I actually need, <laughs> yeah, I, you need, I
0: actually need to start working on that game again because Scott actually has my score beat right now by about, I think three million. Because I'm at like 93 million and he's at 95 or 96. That's bullshit. I think
1: I think Adam is, what's his score now, like 150 or 138 or something? And
0: then Boric's at like 400, 500 million. Jeez. Yeah, I was there that night when he did it because his, his game froze up because uh, the online servers were down at the time and it wouldn't register his high score. So I was actually there watching it when it happened. And I'm like, I'm your witness, I'm your witness. Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd like to play that. So I was rusty at it, and then being on the little bit of sleep, this was not a good combination. No, good combination I was I was a wreck. <laughs> and uh, that's really all I played during Extra Life. A lot of those games that I just mentioned, probably a couple hours on each of them. And uh, handheld, I probably sunk like six to seven hours onto the handhelds. Wow. Trajectile, probably about four hours, four to five <laughs> hours, just, just in that game. I'm, God, I'm addicted to that game.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't get any rage in. I didn't get any. Um... What else was I gonna play? There were a couple of games I really wanted to kind of get through, and I just like it was one after another. Like, oh, now we should play this game. Okay, now we should play this game. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I'd turn that one on, turn that one on, you know. And you didn't yeah. stream world? No, I, that's why I said before I, I I would have had to climb over a bunch of stuff to rehook up the the. the uh The slim for uh, to get it on the streaming stuff. So I'm going to do that like on maybe next Monday night or something. Because I kept planning and planning. And and by the time I got around to it, where I actually would have gotten my ass off the couch and climbed over the Mac, climbed over all these cables, it was like three or four in the morning. And I didn't want to waste it. So I'll do it on Monday. Yeah.
1: Good the time. Have, plans. A lot of people in the chat, we had like what, 100, 125, maybe 150 at the most that I saw hanging out with, with us in the chat.
0: Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it was crazy. Even like at 6, 7 in the morning, we had 65, 90, you know, it was crazy. I mean, how awesome is that? <laughs> everybody hung out with us as long as they did.
1: Yeah, everybody was really talkative too. It seemed a lot more involvement with the community this year. Yeah. There's a lot of people chit chatting in the chat. There's a lot more people, I think, understanding of what, what it is that we're doing now that we've done it in a few years. Yeah. Just a lot of fun to see the the comments that were going through that the you mentioned earlier, the beard jokes, which just I don't even know where it started, but it people were people were tired and I think they were just starting <laughs> to get really silly with it. And there were some there's some funny people in that chat that would Yeah. Some of those jokes they had about Josh's beard were hilarious. I'm hoping I can get back in for, there
0: and find some of that stuff.
1: I think we're going to see more of that because they, man, they really ran with it.
0: Oh yeah, big time. I already, I've already seen a couple on Twitter, so I think it's, uh, I think it's something that's going to stay.
1: I think Josh so now is Josh. going to have his own hashtag probably.
0: <laughs> so now Josh, go go shave. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's what I should do. You should.
1: <laughs> and then uh, we'll. Before we talk about Extra Life some more, just uh, one of the games I played is Batman Arkham Asylum, and I actually wanted to talk about this real you briefly. Bastard. I went last night and did a midnight release, and I very rarely do that because, you know, I don't know. By the time I get home from doing everything, it's like time to go to bed and get up and go to work and all that good shit. But I happen to have Tuesday off, so I went to the Monday night midnight release. I went to the mall here, and it's a, it's, there's a GameStop there, and it doesn't get a lot of customers because it's in the mall. You know, most of the game stops located outside the mall are seemingly where more people go to. The mall, come on, you know, women shop at the mall, right? There's not a bunch of guys <laughs> going. <laughs> I don't mean that badly.
0: Don't! No. <laughs> but they're
1: at the food it's, court. It's not, it's not your, uh, your typical GameStop destination. So I guess long story short, they, they told me before I went that they were opening their doors at 10 o'clock. And I'm thinking to myself, 10 o'clock... What the hell am I gonna do from ten to twelve? You know, am I am I gonna stand there and talk about Batman for two hours with a bunch of schmoes? I mean what what exactly goes on? <laughs> so I asked PD the guy, ass. I'm like Yeah, exactly. Like what do I what what are you doing for two hours? You know? He's like, Well we'll have pizza and you know, energy drinks and there'll be contests. And I'm thinking to myself, so? Okay. <laughs> so I, I made the conscious decision eleven thirty, eleven forty five it is. Because, you know, I'm not standing there for two hours. It seems kind of pointless. I want to go there at midnight, get my game, and go home and play it. So anyway, I go there at about 1145 is when I arrive. There had to be 150 to 175 people lined up outside that place waiting to get Batman Arkham City. So grossly (laughs) underestimated the number of people there. And by the time I had gotten there, they had given out numbers. So everybody knew where they were, where they, when they were going in, what you know, what order they were. In. I I missed out on all that. I didn't get a number. I'm at the the back of the line, so I basically have to wait until well 12:45. Oh my 45 god, 45 minutes after before I can get in and get the game, and I get in there and the the store manager recognizes me because you know I shop at these game places often enough. Damn it! And he's like, well, where were you? Why weren't you here earlier? You know, I knew you were coming. I'm like, well, I came at 11:45. It's like, I told you, you need to come, you know, get the pizza, get the energy drinks, get the t shirts. Like, yeah, but I didn't really, I ate. I didn't need, I didn't, wasn't, your pizza wasn't enough to get me here early. He's like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, you there's also going to be a huge line, so you got to get here early.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you failed to mention that part. You just mentioned the pizza and See, the energy drinks.
0: That's the thing, though. They'll go to the mall one because it's inside and it's warm. You go to the ones that are just in the, little, in the little strip malls. Like, when I went to get, uh, modern warfare two we froze our balls off
1: there was a best buy across the street like directly across the street from this mall yeah and when i pulled in to go to the mall there was like six people standing outside best buy because it was cold it's pretty much what i expected to see in the mall (laughs) but yeah i guess not and apparently they gave out like posters and t-shirts they actually gave out a lot of really cool stuff so people were walking off with some pretty cool swag so i probably should have went there a little earlier. And the collector's edition, too, had a, a very cool-looking statue of Batman. That yeah. Normally, I don't get into that kind of thing, but looking there at the packaging, I was like, ooh, those look kind of cool.
0: The problem was, I was looking at that special edition, and you're paying the 40 bucks for that statuette. I mean, the other stuff that came with it, who cares? I mean, really, it, it's just there's not much to it. But I myself, and I think I should bring this up, is I went to Kmart to get mine today. And, you know, our writer, Bill, is kind of our discounts guy. Whenever something comes up, he's he's emailing all of us, like, dudes, you got to see this. And Batman was one of those games where if you're a part of their, like, customer, whatever, uh, appreciation thing, uh, you got a $30 gift card if you bought the game there. Uh, and that's toward another gaming purchase. So, I mean, what you can do is you can wait until they have that deal again and they give you another $30. Bucks. You can take a $30 thing and essentially buy every game 30 bucks after that. Uh, you go to these big box stores, you expect to get some nameless schmo that doesn't know anything, that probably doesn't even know about the deal, and we've heard those horror stories where they go to Kmart and they're like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And you have to go through all this crap to get the card. Now, Kmart Gamer actually takes care of that usually, but it's still kind of a pain in the ass. So I went in and there was a woman there, and I'm like, oh, gee, she's not going to know about this. This is going to be painful. I walked over, I said, oh, you know, can I, can I get a game out of the case? She goes, you want Batman, don't you? I'm like, yeah. She goes, oh, that has been just the game today. She she says we had a ton of them and they're almost all gone already. And I go, well, I got to sign up for that that card thing too. And she goes, yep. Then you get thirty bucks back. I'm like, oh, sweet. She knows about this. So go over get the game. She has me fill out the thing while she was getting the game out of the case. Hands me the card. Hands me the thirty dollar uh, receipt thing. And I was out the door. It was awesome. Awesome. So if you're in Stevens Point, that Kmart, great experience today. Of course, I won't be able to play the game until next week, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there was a couple couple guys in front of me. I don't know if they were the ones that smelled of horrible nerd oh, stench. Oh. I, don't, I don't know. I got I got a waft of it at one point. Uh, but these two guys in front of me were talking about how, and I don't know if this is true. I'm just sharing what I heard these guys talking about. That, that, that NOS energy drink. Yeah. There's some sort of special going on right now where you can get these codes, where you take them to their website, and you get a one in X number of chances of winning the Batman Beyond skin to use yeah. in Batman Arkham City. That shit, I want that. I've want seen that, that all over
0: uh, Twitter. Yeah, that's true.
1: Ooh, I gotta get that. Yeah. I love Batman Beyond.
0: Yeah, so it, the box looks, looks cool. Yep. God damn it.
1: <laughs> I also I played, played a little bit of I to play
0: it too. Oh, by the way, you're going to Chicago. Fuck. <laughs>
1: I'm going to do a review next week, so I'll get cool. a lot of time to play it this week and we'll talk more about it next week. Cool. I watched uh The Lion King in 3D. My buddy yeah. Bill, the Bill you just mentioned, the sales guy, he yeah. had a copy of it, borrowed it to me and what the hell, checked it out. Wanted to see what the Disney recreations of these 3D movies look like, and I was I was su- surprised, surprised in a good way. Now, obviously, this made, this movie wasn't made in 3D, so this is one of those, maybe like Green Hornet, where they're going back and adding it after the fact. And obviously, live action's different than animation. But I just I just use the comparison from the extent that they're going back and adding it post. Right. So, so they did this with Lion King, but it looks really good. Hmm. It's got a very good 3D effect to it. You know, obviously, the the animation from Disney, especially that movie, is... I think that was one of the few that was still hand-drawn, right? Before they started to switch over to the computer animation. Hmm. I don't know if you guys remember that or not. I think Lion King yeah, was yeah, all hand hand drawn, but it looks really good in 3D. I was like I said surprised. Check it out. They also have Beauty and the Beast in 3D. I I'm not going to buy these, but just to to borrow them and look at them. It's not a lot of movies in 3D yet. We just had uh Green Green Lantern come out in 3D. We've got Captain America coming out in 3D, and I think there's a new Pirates movie out in 3D. Yeah. All within like a 2-week span. So the 3D releases are picking up. But well, check it out if you like Lion King and you like, you've like got a 3D TV. It's cool. 39 bucks though. It's kind of expensive.
0: You know what's funny? Me, as the big movie guy and everything, I've never seen The Lion King.
1: <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> it it never interested me. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, I love Disney animation and everything, but that one and actually Beauty and the Beast, I've never seen. And actually, uh, the other one that surprises me, because I actually liked it, uh, but I've never seen the full... Finding Nemo. Because both times I've tried to watch it, I've gotten interrupted. So,
1: yeah. I think Finding Nemo is one of the only Pixar movies I didn't like. I, didn't like I that liked one.
0: what I saw. Um, I just never got to finish it.
1: <laughs> then I watched the MLB playoffs. Uh, that's that's this, That sucked. So. Just to stop there. Yeah.
0: I watched that in a daze because, you know, it was that night after Actual Life. And I'm laying on the couch. I was so out of it after that. I kept falling asleep on the couch and everything. My alarm went off in the morning right next to my ear because I used my phone. Didn't even hear it. Woke up, and Chris caught a cold when he was here, and I didn't feel very good Monday morning. So I called in sick to work. I lost my voice. And, uh, yeah. But I I woke up, and I'm like, did the Brewers really lose last night? And I had to look it up on the Internet to see if that really happened or not because I was just so out of it.
1: Is that when I was texting you? Was that that night? Because you and I were texting back and forth about that crappy... Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) really funny exchange that I can't even repeat on the air here. What was happening with that. (laughs) Do you remember that? No. No. Yeah, you must have been out of it.
0: (laughs) What date was it? Let's see here. No, I don't think you were... No, I don't have any texts from you that night, really.
1: Was it... Oh, shit. No, never mind. Yeah. It was... I gave up on it like I had... We were down, like, I don't know, six runs in the second inning or something, and I'm like, that's it. I'm not watching a shit. Off. Done. And then you you kept tweeting at me or uh, messaging me, like, they scored another run. They scored two more runs. <laughs> like, I said I'm done. I'm not watching it. Shut up. <laughs>
0: Didn't your wife tell you to knock it off because you were getting so, like, wound up about it?
1: No, she was the one getting wound up about it. She's freaking oh, okay. out over that game. So I'm like – I just turned it off and then she like her like going after the brewers became her going after me. Like, well, why aren't you watching it? You need to watch it. Like like I was all of a sudden bad luck to the whole situation. You know, my my extinction with the Brewers was was the culprit for why they were continuing to lose that game. <laughs> you guess you guys start watching it again. Like I don't want to watch it anymore. So when she's all trying to coerce me, offer me all this stuff. Watch this, watch it. I'm like, all right, watch the damn game. <laughs> Which was very depressing, by the way. Yeah. That sucked. And then oh, well. I
0: found out that uh, if the Brewers got to the World Series, uh, Jen from Sony was going to take me to a game. God! Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So, well, Josh, did you get to play any games at all around that time?
2: Just a couple. Um, what would those be? Actually, they were in the last two days. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 1080 Avalanche on the GameCube.
0: Oh, on purpose?
2: Yeah. Wow. It was on on Guzex for cheap, man. And I wanted a snowboard game, so I got it. It showed up today, actually. And I opened it up and uh, looked a little rumpled. Uh Uh-huh. You know, know, like in the DVD case when, when the the cover looks a little almost like it was in a very humid place or something. It just looked off and I was like, all right, that's fine. Then I opened it. Oh my, the smell that came out of there. (laughs) I don't know what it was. It, it's almost like, it's almost like when somebody's smoking and then they try to cover it up with gum or like, some other something, and it just like, mixes with the smoke smell.
0: Uh, so they're trying and it to
2: just—they're
0: trying to cover up poop with puke, basically.
2: Yeah, it just—it smelled horrible, and uh. I was like, "Well, all right." And I shut the—and it was the inside of the case, just the inside of the case. <laughs> so I put the game in just to see if it would work, and I played it for a little while, and I was actually having fun with it, and. Then I opened the case up to put the disc back in and put it on the shelf. And I was like, oh, I can't keep this. I can't. So I put it right back on Guzex, <laughs> And <laughs> the price has actually gone up a bit since I got it a week ago. So Because you made and, it rare by getting it. Exactly. And then 20 minutes after I put it up, it I got a hit to send it right back out. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I, I – can't keep it it just smells too weird <laughs> there's something going on there <laughs> and with my new love of the darkness too, I had to go back and play the darkness the original one uh, uh, since I had never gotten too far in that it's not as good <laughs> it's so
0: tedious when you're knocking out all those lights all yeah. the time
2: yeah it's not nearly as good so, but I'm playing it because I want to get through the story and, and just kind of do that. And I finally got to play that Cubix game, which is oh, yeah, yeah. Kicks Championship Edition HD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it really is. It literally, everything that you do in Kicks is here, where... You know the sparks will start coming after you in later levels. The just everything about it. I mean they've they've well, upped the ante. But is that a bad the, thing? No, no, it's awesome. But it's just funny that it's basically the exact. It is. When I saw kicks the YouTube video, out, I'm edition. like, that's
0: kicks in 3D. Yeah, yeah,
2: it is. But it's a great game. It's actually a lot of fun. So I'm very glad that I got that. I really do like it a lot. Um it did uh, um continuing my NHL career, of course, yes. Uh so I'll move on from that. Uh Eco I- and Shadow of the Colossus. Thank you.
0: Mine's still in the wrapper.
2: Uh yeah. It's gorgeous. God damn it. <laughs> uh the only thing is, which I'm a little disappointed about, you know. Because they were pushing the PS2 as hard as they were and you had that sort of fog over things because they couldn't really show draw distances and things like that.
0: No, 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 no. It's the fog of war.
2: That's all and No. There's no war. A lot of that's still there. You know, it's it's not as bad as it was, but it's still there. And it's still sort of... And it's not like it's fog like mist fog it's not it's just sort of a a way of kind of hiding the the details in in certain scenes sure. um but when you're inside and you're and you're wandering around things like that it is gorgeous uh, it's so much cleaner the detail is there and the funny thing is i haven't played that i played all the way through eco a long time ago a couple years ago at least and i jumped right in and i mean it's it's like every other it's like every other puzzle game it's like portal if you go back to that or portal 2 you're gonna know the puzzles and you're gonna know exactly where to go and what to do it all came back to me as i was playing i'm like oh i just run up here and i go up here and i do this <laughs> and i come back and I- smiting <laughs> yeah but it's still cool it's still such an awesome game and I have to get back. I have to go. I want to go through that. And then I want to jump into Shadow of the Colossus again, because, man, I'm loving it. Both beautiful games. And Medal of Honor finally played. Um, I was in a first person shooter mood when I was like zombified on the couch on Sunday. And. I was looking around, I'm like, crap, I don't have that, I don't have that. Ooh, Medal of Honor. I haven't played that at all.
0: Wow, I haven't played that in so long.
2: I haven't played it ever. (laughs) The single player is really good, though. It is. It is. I actually played it for a while. And that was uh, a bunch of these games I realized I I was so out of it. Uh, Sometimes I do this on purpose, but this time I was so out of it I didn't even realize. I was on uh, a different account on my PS3. (laughs)
0: So then you had to go and, back and start over so you could get...
2: Yeah, no, that's probably not going to happen. I mean, I may go back on the other account just so I can, you know, try some multiplayer or something, but I don't know. I I looked at it, I, I got out of the game, and I'm like, wait, something's off here. What, what's... Because I was looking at the <laughs> trophies, and I was like, something's really... Why isn't... what? Oh, my, background? And it's ag-
0: my little ponies. Oh, that's right. I changed that last night, but not this yeah. one. I had a different, my little ponies background.
2: And it's an account that doesn't even have a, a PSN account on it at all. It's just a login ID basically. So yeah, so there's that. But, uh, the only other thing that I wanted to talk about, actually the NHL game center on the PS three. <laughs> since the hockey season has started again. And you know, there were all kinds of problems with it last year right? with just video problems and everything else. Well, I've been watching the past week and 95% of that has been cleaned up. Wow. It's awesome. That's pretty it's cool. really, really awesome. Uh, the only problems i'm having still games don't start until after they've all already started mm. you know what i mean like tonight i was waiting for the flyers and senators that was supposed to start at 7:30 7:30 rolls around nothing 7:35 i'm like fuck this and i switched on on the tv because uh you know, it's the first week of the season, so center ice package on the cable is free. Yeah. So I flipped that on, and they were just coming out of commercial, and, you know, it's still sort of pregame. So the game technically didn't start, drop the puck until 740, but there's pregame stuff going on that you'll get in the baseball feed, you know, in the MLB package. Sure. So that none of that was there. So they dropped the puck and I'm like, "Okay." And I flip back to the PS3 to see what's going on. Still not on. <laughs> I'm like, "You got to be kidding me. The game is going on right now." Jeez. And then all of a sudden, it clicked and it said 19:27 left in the first period. And I'm like, "Fuck."
4: <laughs>
2: so yeah, it doesn't it doesn't kick in until really after the puck drops, which is a little annoying. Uh, on some of the feeds, and it seems to be very random, you won't get anything between periods. You just get a screen that says uh, first period over, second period will start soon. Hmm. And that's it. So you don't see any of the stuff that goes on between periods where they're talking, where they're recapping things.
0: It sounds like that place is run by interns. Really, really dumb interns
2: sometimes you'll get a, a card up that says, uh, please tune to the away feed for the, you know, between the periods. So they'll only show the one feed for between periods and they won't show the other one. And sometimes they'll show both. It just, I don't know. There's no rhyme or reason to it, but, um, but the video itself you know, there's still the hitch here and there where it'll jump back 20 seconds and start over. But I was having that in baseball a lot this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where it would go into a loop and it would just get yeah. stuck in this 30 second loop. I'll, t- I'll uh, tell you, since
0: you brought that up, Chris yeah. that was here for Extra Life um, got DirecTV this year. So he got uh, uh, uh Sunday ticket for free and he got the PS3 version for free. Mm hmm. And he was running it on the, I had my other TV downstairs. So when we had the Packer game on, he had the Buffalo game on, because I think that's where he's from or something. That app is cool. Is it? Like, the video was great. It was a little less frame rate, like, than if you're watching it on regular cable or whatever. But it was pretty ne- pretty negligible, but the color was really good. Uh, there was barely any artifacting, but the other thing is the interface. All it does is, if you want to bring up the interface, it doesn't pull the window all the way out like the other two do. It just brings mm-hmm. up this little thing on the on the left side, and it shows you all the games, and it'll show you the score of the game when you're scrolling through it. And you can just switch over to that game right there, and the load time was a couple of seconds.
2: That's nice.
0: Um, unfortunately, it didn't work the first week. Apparently, like nobody could get onto it. But uh, yeah, what we saw, I was really impressed. Huh. It's still only worth 350 bucks, though.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, that's grams. that's the thing The this, you know, beyond the the occasional hiccup where it jumps back, uh, you know, and goes into a loop real quick. The, the picture is perfect this year. I really I haven't had any of the artifacting, any of the weird, you know, pixelation, the 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 smearing of the entire screen and then it goes yeah. black. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had any of that at all on any of the games so far. And I've been watching a lot of different games. So I'm really actually very, very happy with it this year. They've, they've cleaned it up. So if you didn't get it last year because of the problems, or you didn't get it this year because you had it last year and there were all those problems, it's clean now. It's much, much better. Cool. And it's very, very much worth it. I would say. So, uh, load times, just like you said, you know, load times are the same thing. Uh, I When I did start that Flyers game, when it said 19 whatever left in the period, and I was like, damn it, and I hit, you know, home feed or away feed or whatever, it was like three seconds and the game was on. Wow. Or two seconds and the game was on. There was like no load time whatsoever. So hmm. it's good. It's They finally did it right. So I'm very happy with it this year.
0: So... One last thing we wanted to do uh before we get to the regular stuff is uh wanna read off everybody that donated to us um and not to us actually to children's miracle network uh so I think we're just gonna like kinda do a do a bunch of them and then give hand it off to the next guy and the next guy the next guy so uh because I think everybody here just needs to be thanked and needs needs some recognition and uh deserves every bit of it so We'll uh, go with our very first person that actually donated to us back in August. Uh, Our our good friend Steve Reefer, uh, Kevin Sutton, Tim Hitchings, Timothy Owens, uh, Damon Bullis, who threw in a couple of times actually, Uh, Tyler Smith, Keith Lederick, Justin uh, Honitis maybe, Janitis, Peter Woodward also known as Repeat, Uh, Josh Hudson, Michael Berger, Bill Gottschalk, why some of these names are going to get us? Andy Meadows, Anthony Scales, Serge Rattan, uh, Michael Di Giovanni, uh, Micah Hudak, and Steve Haberman, who wants to take over?
1: I can do it. Anthony Harap, Derek Ferreira, <coughs> David Demers or Demers. This person donated numerous times. This anonymous donor. <laughs> that dude's awesome. I know. Kept coming back for more and more. This is very, very generous. Thank you, Mister Anonymous. Ooh. Brett Kohler, Joseph Marchesi or Marquezzi, Michael Hines, Ian Drain, Jason Dorsten, Brian Tan, Charles Rowe, Michael Morris, Jean Francois Chabot or Chabot or Cabot. <laughs> well, Chobot, and- what? <laughs> Oh, Bridget, <laughs> Rachel, Brandon, Jason, Black. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm thinking ben that's White. multiple people or else their parents are real dicks.
1: That's, yeah, they just couldn't make up their minds. So that's uh, either going to be Bridget or Rachel or Brady. Ah, fuck it. Bridget, Rachel, <laughs> Brady and Jason, Black. <laughs> ben White, Harold, Carmen, and Hannah Lee.
0: That's Hannah and Deanna, actually. They went in together. That was the beards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's right. they threw in for, well, at least me growing a beard.
1: Nice job, Jim. Nice job.
0: <laughs> Josh?
2: Oops, sorry. I was on mute. <laughs> watching fucking NHL. Jeez. <laughs> Carla, wait, what? Oh, yeah, I wasn't. I was following along the list, so I wouldn't get uh, lost. But uh, since you say it, Edmonton's up one nothing on Calgary. Uh, <sighs> all right. Carlos <laughs> Mendez George Schultz wait George Schultz
0: George Schultz,
2: Peanuts yeah. guy, Schultz? Mr. Beagle <laughs> alright Kent Weiss uh, Mike Bothay <laughs> Yee Quinn Hood <laughs> Yee Quinn HD no. oh. that's an H-O dude that's an H-O oh, okay, well I can't awesome. I'm asleep I'm sorry Yee Quinn Ho Jeff Gillette, Bart Jones, Sean Franklin, John Neal, Brian Marcello, Brian Reed, Josh Jensen, Matthew Churguin, Anonymous Donor, Josh (laughs) Hawes, Edwin Hansen, Anthony LaFontaine. Not even LaFontaine, LaFontaine. It's it's, it's
1: all all in how you say it.
2: (laughs) <laughs> Keith randolph and i'll stop there someone else go
0: brian bell lawrence myers tim anderson edward Paul the third esquire uh <laughs> i put the esquire <laughs> on michael vandenberg chris johnson oh geez uh-huh eumayan Ida. uh nice. glenn roger Andreessen. christian z joe sweely raymond anderson we have a lot of anderson's jeff swanson I don't know. Swaston, Mr. Samson, Anderson. Samson, Samson, Samsonite? Nah, I don't know. Uh, Charles Zimmerman, Soren Jensen, otherwise known as. Oh, wait, no, that's not the other one. Soren Jensen's Blue Coffee, who has been around forever. Uh, Nicholas Deinhardt, Jason Prentice, Moy Tang. Samuel Geller, Mark Howells, Jason Leung, Brian. Oh, my God, am I getting the, the names? Bram Van Compernol. Van Compernol? Uh, Victor Eli- Eliasson. Uh, Mike Bothy again, Tim Moran, uh Paul Niepce, and uh, Joe Thompson.
1: We've got Keith Dunn, Anna Kowalski.
0: That's a good old-fashioned Wisconsin name, right there.
1: <laughs> Come on, you're giving two
2: Polish guys, right? Two Polish people back to back. I
1: know. <laughs> Macy Kaczynski, Justin Graffius, Brian Smith, Ryan Cornilly, Eric. Klingensmith, Robin Ferguson, Nicholas Rodriguez, Richard Court, Adam Kiley, Scott Pierce, William McAleer, Daniel Bucknell, Stein Torre Foss. This is the Poopin' Flames. Jacob Okusik, Jason Kinslow III, Jeremy Lloyd, Ricky Thomas, Jesus Navarro, otherwise known as Double O.
3: Rich
1: Belzer, Ryan St. Stofflet or Stofle. <laughs> Stoffle. Michael Di Giovanni, who is making a second appearance. James Grundy, Stephen Halloran. and Carlos Garrett. Daniel Kettering, Adam Dunn,
2: Paul Rich the Second. Just Add Water Developments.
0: Yay! Nice.
2: Tor Eric Mel Kevin. Milkovic. Melkovic, Melkovic, <laughs> yes, Tor Eric Melkovic, Chris Anderson, Jeff Rubenstein, Tim Hardy, Chris Doherty, Corey Wonderly, Mark Parker, Timothy Lawrence, Sweet. Helga Eichland, Esley Ferris, Esley, wow, Esley, that's, that's an interesting name. Matt a, a Cox. Name. Christopher Meyer, Kenneth Johnson, John Edwards. John Edwards, like the Whoa. psychic guy?
1: <laughs>
2: and yet a exactly. douche! <laughs> <laughs> Brian Kinney, Orvin Lozada, Jeff Nordmeyer, Gus Duvis, and your turn.
0: Rick Arabian, Mac, or Matt McDonald, Jamie Thompson, Damon Bullis, John Neal, Mark Haddock, Mark McNally, Robert Workman, William Burrell, Vinny McNabb, Matthew Swope, Wilson Hong, Dan McArdle, a couple of them from PS Level. Yeah, we had a thing going on where if you donated 200 bucks in one donation or more, Cracker Jack had to drink a beer. I think he drank like nine that day. And PS Level (laughs) actually puts them in like 100 and 100. (laughs) (laughs) So we we had like this little conference going on like, well, do we make them? drink it what, what's the precedent here we let him off the hook uh brandon campbell eric meeland roger skriskoski i actually work with him and i think i got his name wrong jason mccabe brett mandy <laughs> and on to joel
1: richard nickerson our buddy from the website uh, chris cj23k johnson i don't know if that's the same chris johnson from earlier since he chucked that cj23k in the middle Mm. Mm. Shelton Rolhawk. Christopher Baker. Matthew Lindquist. Mark Singer. Who's Mark that guy. That sounds familiar. What? North Singer. North huh. mm. Oh wait, Mark Sanger.
0: Oh Sank- wait, Sanger. no, not not ringing a bell.
1: Adrian Wilson. Seppend or sepend? Oh good I'm gonna... Thank you. Good genie. Chris Mastriano. Anthony Scales, Peter Stendhal, Tyler Smith, Matt Timms, Michael Ormond, and Dane Goddard, otherwise known as Cracker Jack. Cracker Jack. Someone else can take over now.
2: Troy Hina, Brian Kinney, Joshan Colon?
0: Colon? I don't know. Yeah.
2: Colon? Colon? Charles Overbeck. Rick Arabian, Ice, Shelton Rolhack, Jonathan Kelms. Tony Weebowo, Ryan Hunt, Sepan Gogini, again,
4: wow,
2: Howard Vega, Jared Knapp, Peter Tibbits, and someone else can no Christopher Riccio.
0: <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> oh,
1: that guy. And this guy, Shino.
0: It's so weird. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. I see so many names on here that have been people since early, 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 early. You know, like Howard Vega and and repeat from before, and all these other people. And but there's so many more new names that I've never seen before. It's I gotta
2: say, that's a huge list. I am so proud of everybody who joined in. Everybody who donated. Uh, you guys made a huge difference in the lives of a bunch of kids who awesome. you've never met and will probably never meet. So exactly. thank you all so much for, for everything you guys did. And that's, it's unbelievable. The amount of money we raised. Yeah. It's awesome.
0: You always, I mean, when we were talking about even the goal, Scott and I were talking about it and I'm like, I don't know what to set it at. Cause I, I don't, I didn't think we could top last year. You know, and and I thought it might have been just a fluke or whatever. And, uh, you know, again, I've been taught never to underestimate our community because they always show me up. So very, very impressed and very proud to be a part of it and uh, be a, a small part of it compared to what everybody here has done. So, yeah, just awesome.
1: Yes. Thank you, everybody. It was a great time as always and was for such a great cause, raised all this money. And like I said in an email that we were kind of going back and forth on, Justin's going to be doing an article on the site. And I uh, told him, and I think you guys saw this as well, it's the one time a year where this feels, it feels cool to do this. <laughs> Normally it's like, <laughs> Wait a a, second. <laughs> I'm on a video game podcast, you know, and people that don't play video games are like, you do what now? Huh? What? <laughs> but every time, every time this year, when we do this extra life thing, you know, you kind of puff your chest up real real, real high and say, you know, I do PS Nation and we raise all this money for this great charity. And it just makes me proud to be a member of this community every year at this time. And it really, I don't know, it goes to prove the awesome people that, that listen to this. You know, and if it wasn't for all of you, we wouldn't do this or I wouldn't do this. Because I'm sure you guys are probably in the same boat. We wouldn't speak to ourselves. What point is that? <laughs> but it, it's, it's great people behind all of you. You know, the, the very generous the comments that we—I mean, the comments, we didn't read the comments, but very sweet, heartfelt comments in some of these, these gifts, like on behalf of a recently departed grandfather or, yeah. you know, I had a, a sick child so I can understand and I can, I can empathize with what these kids go through. And, and we didn't read the amounts, but it's staggering, the amount of money that, that uh, people give. And there's a story, and I'm not going to say this person's name because uh, we don't have his permission to do so, and I want him to remain anonymous— That for his birthday, rather than requesting a new game or a new phone or whatever, (laughs) he asked for people to give money to this charity for his birthday. So literally, literally collected money uh, first birthday and then just turned it over and gave it to this charity. So just an example of the kind of people that are behind this. It's it's amazing that the great kind people. So thank you, everybody. It's it's amazing.
0: One of the one of the coolest parts is that, you know, I work, my my day job is, is a, at a pretty stuffy place. And, and, you know, somebody might catch wind that we're doing this because, like, I left early Friday or whatever. And, and you tell them what you're doing. I'm going to play video games for 24 hours and raise money for charity. And they just, they turn their head or they kind of, you know, they just blow it off. And then you come back to work and they say, so how'd that little folly of years go? And you tell them how much success we had and it finally hits them in the head and says and they realize holy crap video gamers aren't just a bunch of nerds you know sitting in their parents basement or whatever else they actually give a crap and they actually are are probably more helpful and more giving than a lot of the people out there so that was very satisfying today a couple times i will say that so all right enough of the mushy stuff uh let's get the hell out of here so if you want to find us, a lot of different ways you can do that, head over to our website at... Ah, see, I can't even get through this tonight. PSNation.org. Uh, you can also hit the forums button up on top. It takes you over to our uh, forums on Retroids.com, and you can check our forums out and also all the different podcasts in the podcast network. Look for us on Facebook. Just type in PSNation. Uh, you can check us out on Stitcher. If you have Stitcher on your uh, mobile device, go to the PS3 section, you'll find us there. Or if you have an iPad an iPod Touch, or an iPhone, for 99 cents in the App Store, you can grab the Furious Gamer app, which is a bunch of different uh, gaming shows that are streamed over to your device. And uh, you can bookmark things. You can search different uh, games in each podcast. Pretty cool functionality there. Uh, Don't forget our awesome sponsor at audiblepodcast.com slash psnation. If you head over to that URL, sign up for the 14-day free trial uh, not only does it help us out, but you get a free book out of the deal, and if you uh, don't even stick around for it, you still get to keep the free book. Uh, that helps us pay for our hosting, helps us pay for the shipping for all these prizes, and there are a ton of them, uh, and all the other stuff. So uh, hit up com slash psnation. Don't forget our merch store over at zazzle.com slash psnation. You can grab hats, t-shirts, pullovers, ornaments, Stickers, uh, beer mugs, beer steins, all kinds of kick-ass stuff. And uh, some pretty decent things over there, actually. I've got I've got quite a few of them. Uh, so next week, we're going to hear, what, a review on Batman Arkham City? Yep. And uh, I'll be complaining about my crappy job because I won't have any time to play that game. And actually, the review for uh, Uncharted 3 will be up on the website on the 24th. And I believe 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. I believe that's the time. So uh, hit up our website. uh, Got through the entire game. Got through a bunch of the other stuff. Multiplayer, all kinds of things. So it will be a very comprehensive review. And I guarantee spoiler spoiler free. So check that out on the website. And uh, all the other stuff we've got going up there. I know we've got a um, review for the new Spider-Man game as well. I I know Bill's working on that. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. So we got some really cool stuff coming up, and, uh, you know, check it out. And if you're on iTunes you haven't done so before, please leave us a review. That helps us immensely uh, move up in the rankings there and uh, make us more visible. So if you're a new listener, thanks for sticking around. This is kind of a weird episode, you know, it's uh, a little bit different than usual. We usually have a lot more reviews, stuff like that, but Extra Life obviously is very near and dear to our hearts, and we like talking about it quite a bit. Uh, so thanks for sticking with us. Guys, you got anything before we go?
1: Yeah, I've got one last thing. Uh, it right. is written the, tr- the drummer, a very good friend of mine, Mike. Um, lost his mom this past oh, week, no. and I just uh, just want to say, you know, Terry, you are loved, and uh, rest in peace. We're going to miss you, and very sad week, but you know, Jeez. as I said earlier, life happens. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes for reasons. So, but just wanted to wanted to acknowledge Mike's awesome mother and send our positive thoughts and prayers his direction.
0: Definitely. All right, well, with that, uh, we will talk to you next week. Get out there, play some games. Have a great one. And uh, thanks for a successful Extra Life 2011.
5: They reviewed that woman's case on Court TV, which I'm really uh, uh, obsessed with. And that woman, Nancy Grace, if you know who she is, she's great. She, yeah, she, I'm kind of into her, in a, not in a sex way, but in like a, honey, there's a weird animal behind the trash cans. You know, I like, there's something about her that would look very natural leaping out of the sweep of your headlights as you drove through the woods at night. <laughs> Off to a cozy dell to shred a pine cone with small teeth. <laughs> so I'm watching um, Court Core TV and uh, cuz you know you're in hotels a lot when you travel, and you fill the time and They had this amazing uh, special on the Son of Sam killings, which I'm sure you all remember. New York, 1977. David Berkowitz killed nine women. When he was caught, his defense was his neighbor's dog became possessed by the devil and told him to kill. Here's the thing. I have three dogs. And I can attest if they ever master interspecies communication, getting us to kill other people isn't the top item on their agenda. In reality, it would have gone like, David
3: Perkowitz, you must kill, kill, kill! But first, through the tennis ball, David Throw it into those bushes, and then I, Satan, will pick it up with my mouth. Drop it at your feet, and you will throw it again. Then kill, kill, kill. Kill the squirrel that lives in the garage, David. I hate that squirrel so much that squirrel is the devil's noir. Then you must fry up some bacon and leave it on the porch at a height not exceeding nineteen and a quarter inches from the floor. I am the devil. Question not the height of my requested
5: bacon service, David. Now that could very well be exactly what happened. I don't know that's not what happened. But when you think of the devil... And the weapons that the devil has at his disposal? Plague, famine? No, I have a better idea. I'll pretend I'm a dog and drive one guy
3: crazy. (laughs) This is going to be great. And before I am a dog... I will be a puppy! (laughs) I, Satan, will be the cutest puppy of all! With floppity ears and a scratchity tum-tum and the little strand of hair at the tip of the penis. What is that? It's like a paintbrush to get dog pee on your throw pillows. Why, nature,
4: why?